This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. And if he ignores it, it will go away, but then the gurgling begins. Oh, the gurgling. It's loud. It's, so loud in the silence of the night and seemingly all encompassing. It's just a thousand um, Nigel Thornberry's arging in unison. Oh, God, the horror! Dude, screw Stephen King. We're the masters of horror. <laughs> <laughs> The year is 2015. The world is once again engulfed in darkness. It has been 100 years since the last appearance of the Castle of Fan Fiction, and as the full moon rises over this accursed land, a vast silhouette of towers and spires materializes, its form spreading to the far horizon. Every harbinger of good begins to feel empty inside, while the forces of evil grow ever more in strength. The Castle of Fan Fiction, a sprawling mass of stone housing the worst horrors mankind can imagine and beyond. For every time the castle has appeared, the Nighthorse Clan has also come forward to send it back to the void. Within these walls, the powers of the light will challenge Hell's greatest creations, Will our brave warriors, Valerie, Logan, David, and Stevo, hold the candle of humanity aloft after the battle, or will the flame be snuffed out by the terrors within? The only sure thing about this encounter is that it is a Friday. Friday night fan fiction. <laughs> Oh lordy! Yeah, well, dog is a fucking sham, dude. I, sp- <laughs> I uh, yeah, the David Hubbard performed version is so good. No, I mean, yeah. Have you heard it? I mean, just did. So, <laughs> David, could you get like a meter closer to your microphone, but not like eat it? No. Ah! <laughs> Hell. Well, we Sorry, suddenly guys. got to the no, Team Fortress Two mics fam, and we haven't even spent a minute on the air. <laughs> All right, Chewbacca. I'm bleeding at the ears here. <laughs> now you're Louis Armstrong. It's just I see series of red and Sonic's too. You know that would be my fantasy dancing with the stars, Chewbacca dancing with Louis Armstrong. <laughs> wow. I gotta ask why. Need oh, you actually ask? Oh God, my phone. Uh, I, I <laughs> your phone. Or your foam. My, my foam, as in my foamy beer. Yes, that, I was asking oh. in case that it fell on your phone. Now, I'm actually talking about Foamy the Squirrel, which I still haven't checked Ill Will Press since we talked about it last week. 
I think I, uh, I thought it was like acoustic foam that was ripping itself off your wall. It's also very nutritional if you eat it. Ah, it's not just really like, though. Actually, don't it. do it. <laughs> don't do this don't, thing. Don't do this thing. I just told you to do. Um, uh, just to shake things up tonight, Logan is unavailable, but we have a new special guest joining us in Logan's place. Is Logan's lost testicle? Hi, Logan's lost testicle. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right, I don't think Logan's to? lost testicle is going to do a very good job of covering Logan's dead air. Logan is not here, so oh. we have Logan's lost testicle. And you know uh, what? You totally wait. ruined the joke. No, oh, if it's it's not lost anymore, if it's yes, with us, Cyril's replacing Wolfboy, who is out because he's like sick. <laughs> Food oh, okay. So we can't replace Host Wolfboy. Yeah, Wolf we hope Man. you feel better. You Stop much. puking up your butts. Wait, what? Yeah, don't stop the puke diarrhea ink. <laughs> don't bad. stop me now. Because I'm having a good time. I am having Hentai a good time. Porns. I'm drinking a La Fin du Monde, which is great. Anti-porns? You mean that thing that I basically live off of? I just... It's literally antiporns.net. <laughs> There's a new title for, for David's... Uh, David's memoirs. Eat, sleep, fap. No, God, I keep telling you, my memoir is... Fucking, what is it called? Um, and Bullshit I Did, the David Hubbard story. Yeah, you can do better than that. No, I can't, because I already have a cover for it. <laughs> can I see it? Uh, I have to actually, you have to talk to Darnell. He has the uh, the Photoshop of it. <laughs> yes, Photoshop. All right, Photoshop. well, while we do that, while I send a message to Darnell, this is Friday Night Fan Fiction, and joining us tonight, our regular hosts, Sean, David, not Logan, but Logan's Lost Testicle, Val, and our guests tonight are Cyril the Wolf and Solix. Welcome, gentlemen. Cool. How are you? Woo! All right. Okay, that was one of them. How's the other one? Cyril? Cyril? Ponies. Oh, no. I have ponies here, and I'm going to light them on fire if you don't say anything. They're all blue-colored with big boobs and butts. <laughs> it might be a, it might be a sound guard. He's, he's probably just screaming in his house. David, Steve, oh. don't do anything. I, I saw it. I saw it flash. Like there, it's, now it's all green, yep. but I can't hear uh, anything. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. Yay! Hi. There we go. So should I not light again. the ponies on fire then? Oh God! Oh, <laughs> hey Satan! Nice of you to drop out of the show, man. His computer is eating him, and then it's gonna eat me. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah, I couldn't he was be here. Oh, okay. Yes, there we go. Are you gonna have to reset your audio device every thirty seconds? No. Well, so if I click a link to a YouTube video, that apparently will take over the entire thing, and I won't be able oh, to broadcast. Oh, perfect. So. so that means we have you completely distraction free. That is. Man, if only other no. hosts would do that. <laughs> Except I still have a phone. Haha. All right, so tonight, uh, well, let me finish asking Cyril, how are you? Uh, oh, I am doing just Swellikins. Swe <laughs> Is that a new Pokemon? Nintendo has stopped, you know, told me to stop sending them things, but I Swellikins will be a new Pokemon, I promise. Is, is it right up there with Dick Owl? Yeah, Dick Owl, I knew wasn't a chance, but Swellerkins is slightly less well, overt. Do you do you like uh, do you work? Do you like send him the Dick Owl and then work your way back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fantastic. End of conversation. All right, <laughs> I'm looking up it. Dick Owl on freaking Google now, and I don't see I anything. Don't, 
Yeah, uh, you know, all, what sucks actually. is the only the only thing I have left is the Durky picture. Oh, uh, not Durky. Durky was lame. That's all I have. Dick Owl, unfortunately, was hosted on some. It was hosted on Image Shack, and it is no longer uh, there. Thank you, oh well. At least we still have that picture of us all as ponies, and I am the only pony with an opposable thumb. And oh, also, yeah. there's that the picture of us with uh, lightsaber nipples, dicks. Oh, lightning nipples. Yes. Yeah. Light nipples. Laser nips. Well, now that we know that Cyril's still alive and in fact didn't die when his microphone did, we've got a lot to read tonight, guys. We have five (laughs) stories, actually. uh, You can thank three of them to Solix. (laughs) I don't like that laugh, guys. I'm not. Yeah, that's that's like a pure evil laugh. That's like that's like Emperor Palpatine levels of laughter. <laughs> Sounds Welcome like Homestuck. I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if Emperor Palpatine had to work like a drive-through, which restaurant would he work for? Oh, definitely like a Sonic Burger, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Why Dunkin' Donuts? So he could brew it. Uh, <laughs> seven out of ten. Wood I joke tr- again. When will my uh, when will it kick in that I regret inviting you on for tonight? Right, because he's basically another me, <laughs> except talented. We were actually talking about you the other day, Cyril. We were talking about the oh. Cyril future. That comic from way back in the day. <laughs> I think I still have that somewhere. I've lost some image. Like they're they're like on different drives because I moved computers and stuff. But oh, you gotta uh, find that uh, man. I need to. I, you know, it might still exist. The serial future. But, well, all right. Let's let's at least get started reading. I've got our randomly generated list of who's reading when already ready to go. Our first story is just called Tapioca, and there's there's no genre or anything. It's a short story. Just, it starts like uh, cold. Yeah, it's oh, by an author named uh, Zaltz or Exaltz or something or other. But first up is Connor being refereed by me, and you're going to start on page two of Tapioca. Great. Fantastic. Where the hell is my link? I, uh, it's I, over here. Uh, 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 so see, page two. It's not just me, yes. Steve. Well, he's not um, normally on the show, Dave. You've been a regular host with me since 1963. Look, look. Everybody <laughs> knows that in those days... You didn't have money to have things like. What talent. are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do you just so say I, words as they come into your head? I, I also I had it pulled up. However, I didn't expect to be the first one. Like, why would I expect that? I don't have that quite that much ego. I have enough, but not quite that much. The computer and I was also trying to find you. you wanted. I also was trying to find the serial feature, which I did find. All right, so, so apparently this is a Homestuck thing? Is that what we're... That <laughs> yeah, sucks? I figured it was. Once I saw it was Solux, and once I saw the first line of this page... Doesn't, homes, doesn't Homestuck suck? No, uh, actually. No, it's actually very good. It's just long as... It's long. It's longer than my penis. Is it longer is than One Piece? It's, it's one of the longest yes. stories in the English language. Oh, That's yes. really long, man. I ain't got time for that. I'm just going to sit here with my audio book about presidents. <laughs> you yeah. need to finish that already, man. I did, actually. I finished it today. Yeah. So salamanders reproduce in an interesting way, by the way. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah? um, the male of the species deposits a small sack of sperm on the ground, and the female walks over it and picks it up with her cloaca. The oh, sperm is mixed with females' eggs internally. They're fertilized and then released as a spawny mass. To be sold in many mass market stores. I'm well, sure I mean, Homestuck It's also salad. a cure-all for tetanus. <laughs> I'll um, drink for that. <laughs> tetanus. Uh, but, yeah, also, I don't... This may be how Homestuck salamanders 
reproduce, but I'm quite certain that that's not how uh, regular ones do. Um, this is something John Egbert did not know when he adopted Casey. This is something he especially did not know when he decided to make tapioca pudding. Casey was... <laughs> Egbert. David, get closer uh, to your damn mic. Okay. Casey was innocently playing on the floor, blowing bubbles against the linoleum and popping them with her chubby yellow claws as John stirred his saucepan of tapioca, milk, and sugar, bringing it to a boil. He smiled at his... Hold on a second. There's somebody doing dishes and knocking their damn microphone. You made me do this, Steve. No, I didn't. The microphone to clean. Also, my headset turned off again. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Great job. Are you going to be done soon, college roommate? I'm done, okay? I'm done, and I'm sitting next to my damn mic now. It's as close as I can get without me actually being in the microphone. (laughs) You just need to hang some towels. Get that room reflection down. Anyway. Shut up. Uh, Don't know me. Okay. You haven't even been to my house. You don't have towels? We ain't never been to no convention where we all got uh, in our Speedos and then did a wet conga line. I still have that Speedo. I need to start working out again so I can wear it. I also still have that Speedo, and I also need to work out so I can fit in it. (laughs) I also have that Speedo, and I wear it when I go swimming. See, I can fit in it. It's just... Unflattering? yeah, it's less flattering than it was. Honey, was you're beautiful no matter I mean, what you then, look like. We didn't it. have paunches, so... <laughs> yes. I also didn't have a beard and I have less hair now. Anyway, Casey was innocently playing on the floor, blowing bubbles against the linoleum and popping them with her chubby yellow claws as John know, stirred his boss bass... The hell. <laughs> sauce pass, yes! <laughs> his sauce pass. Uh, saucepan of tapioca, milk, and sugar bringing it to a boil. It's like watching Food Network. This is crazy. He smiled at his consort's antics, watching her make bubble after bubble from her cute little mouth. A small dribble of saliva running down her plump lips. Sighing contentedly, John slowly added his milk mixture to the eggs, whisking them together and pouring them back into the pan to thicken. Oh, this is just as riveting as all the cooking segments from Star Wars Holiday Special. Stir, stir, whisk, whisk. The Hi, I'm Harvey Corbin. Let me just throw all of my pride away. You think he did uh, yeah. that? Well, I mean, yeah. He, before he died, he was in Viva Rock Vegas. Th- this story is like losing me, but this, continuing. Um, well, oh, hold on. Tangent time. Uh, he okay. was in Viva Rock Vegas, but that was okay because he had been in the Flintstones. I know. Prior. He was the voice of Gazoo. And he was also in fucking the regular the original Flintstones movie. He was the Dictabird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make it any better. It does, actually, because the first Flintstones movie was actually pretty damn good. Uh, was it good? No. Yeah, it had. First off, it had the bad guy from Dune who played the bad guy from the Flintstones. <laughs> oh, Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah. Well, I mean, or I remember that. I just don't remember it being very good. And uh, it also was a movie where Halle Berry didn't get topless for like $25 million. Yeah, but she had like cleave on fleek, dude. <laughs> she did. I did. Are you going to get mad at me because I said that? All right, Cyril, I apologize. Please continue. Sighing contentedly, John slowly <laughs> added his milk mixture to the eggs, whisking them together and then pouring them back into the pan to thicken. The pudding smelled delicious. It was coming together perfectly until when transferring the thick pudding to some serving bowls, John dropped a spoonful of it on the floor. Before he could react, Casey was upon it. <laughs> she sniffed at it curiously, Ew. and John, knowing it was beyond salvaging, left her to it, expecting her to simply eat it off the Slow floor. Slow down like the a tiny bit. You don't. We're was. not in a rush, dude. You don't. I hate this part so much because it's boring. <laughs> then read it slower because we okay, enjoy your fine. suffering. Before he could react, Casey was upon it, 
She sniffed it curiously, and John, knowing it was beyond salvaging, left her to it, expecting her to simply eat it off the floor, like the animal he knew she was. Casey didn't eat the pudding. She sat on it. Ah. John didn't pay attention to it, busy with his task, but once the bowls were in the fridge, he noticed what his adopted daughter was doing. <laughs> Excuse me. Casey? He said, wondering what she was up to. Casey blew a bubble at him. Casey, that's not how you eat tappy. The pudding was disappearing. John frowned a little. That didn't seem right, but it was happening before his eyes. The little puddle of tapioca pudding was disappearing from under Casey's butt. Never use anything dairy to get an enema. You will get an infection. Moving slowly uh, so as not to disturb her, John crouched next to Casey and gently lifted up her tail. It was as he had expected. The tapioca was disappearing into Casey. It was being sucked up inside her somehow. Lifting a <laughs> somehow. little further. Science will never know. <laughs> I just I just want to get through this guy. <laughs> this is no, going you're a prisoner, dude. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Lifting a little further, he could see where this was going. There was a small, slightly pink opening at the base of Casey's tail, and its outsides were smeared with tapioca pearls. Right. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was just Judy in the background making noise. <laughs> I swear she just said, don't look at me, cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Judy, that was good timing because it mirrored the, the sound that was happening in my head as I was yeah. reading this. So. You just got a compliment, babe. They were, they were thanking you for your timing in comedy. uh so and its outsides were smeared with tapioca pearls and thick creamy white liquid without realizing it john licked his lips a little for some reason that tapioca in particular looked better than the bowls he had put in the fridge gross no butthole pudding nobody would think this Casey, John said huskily. He looked at up. She looked uh, butthole. She looked calm. Oh, yum, yum. Her eyes wide and innocent. Casey, you've got um tapioca on your shit. Little pink slit twisted at his words. And she twisted down to press one fat little hand against it, pushing the pudding even further inside herself. Gross. John gulped. Yeah. He had felt his dick twitch a little against the inside of his pants from watching his daughter practically finger herself. So there is wow. a s- dirt on my screen, and that last tapioca in that page looks like fapioca. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is David also being refereed by me. Oh, boy. Yeah, this has got fun real fast. I'm just going to go nurse this bourbon. Yay. Hold on. Actually, uh, I decided that I am going to charge my drink now. Uh, If you'd like some more. uh, Before you grumble, it's literally right here in front of me. Not that kind of charge, yo. Well, it's also because they were posting DBZ uh, pictures. And, uh, People are grumbling at me. This is what they do. No, they're they're posting Dragon Ball Z uh, fan art in the uh, in the chat. So that's partly why I went. Uh, is this Dragon Ball Z fan art, or is it? It's it's something from um, Team Four Stars playthrough of Xenoverse. Uh, oh, right, Xenoverse, where good ideas. No, it's DBZ self-insert. It is self-insert, but that's it's it's a great thing though. That's how we got. Yeah, what's wrong with self-insert? That's where we got the Gary Busey booth from. That's Busina. 
Yeah, you can't reach with your little fingers, John said, and barely believing himself, moved one hand towards Casey's cloaca. So you're okay saying cloaca, but you're not okay saying pussy. No. Ugh, you got weird standards, buddy. The skin there was a little more slippery than the rest of her smooth, hairless body, but John attributed it to the tapioca more than anything. Gently, hardly daring, he pressed his fingers against Casey's opening. The salamander shuddered beneath his touch, and his pants tightened even more. Apparently, they were going through the wash at the time. How tight are his pants? I don't know. Don't want um, to uh, German glam rock tight. Oh, Whoa. God. The only thing tighter is a literal black hole. They have yeah. fused with his skin. We have like, become it, one. If you're getting a boner and your pants are tightening, I think your pants were too tight to begin with. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or you're inflating. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably another story. <laughs> this was getting dicey. John's conscious mind was telling him to stop. That was... Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> drinking time. <laughs> that it was weird and wrong and definitely fucked up. But his unconscious mind, and the one he was listening to right now, urged him to go further. That doesn't work. You can't listen to your unconscious mind when you're awake. Did, did, you feel good, Andrew Hussey? This is your fault. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. He slid the tip of his index finger between Casey's soft folds, feeling the tapioca displaced beneath the pressure. Gross. All right, so tapioca has sugar in it, which means that she's definitely going to get an infection. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fine. Uh, just Casey made a tiny mewling sound, her head tilting back in pleasure. Swallowing hard, John added another finger. And hooking them slightly, scoops some of the tapioca out of Casey's clock. Ugh, it's not natural. This is not like Amish-approved ways of making natural ingredients. Without thinking, he immediately popped it into his mouth. Ah! Gross. It definitely didn't taste bad, considering not long ago it had been on the floor and then inside a salamander. In yeah, fact, it's also tapioca pudding, which is just god-awful to begin with. In fact, if he thought about it, it sort of tasted better. No. Pausing for a half second as if to ask himself what the hell he was doing and then ignore himself completely, he leaned down and pressed his mouth against Casey's opening. Uh, slurp directly. Somebody get some breath mints on the side. Get a whole pack of Orbit ready. Immediately, the police showed up and threw him in jail. <laughs> <The end. laughs> if only. Immediately, she squealed and writhed beneath him. But it didn't seem to be out of protest, so John got to work, slipping his tongue between her folds and up into her canal, sucking out as much tapioca as he could. Oh, oh Lord. And you know, a cloaca is basically, it's a butthole and a pee hole and a sex organ, like, all in the same. People say (laughs) sex. People keep saying sex organ, and I just think of a pipe organ with keys that are dicks and all the pipes are dicks. <laughs> so now every yes. time I see cloaca, I'm just going to think of the uh, organ sound from Chrono Trigger. Da, da, da. Hey, Steve, can you yep. just put this on in the background while I'm reading? Please, yep. thank you. Wait, put what on? The, the thing that I just linked. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I can't do it, actually right? do that because it'll get in the recording. Oh, okay. Sorry. Damn. Well, I'll do it on my side then. No, don't do that because then I have to edit the whole thing out. No, I'm doing it on my side. Oh, you're doing it so that you can get inspired and then not cause us to have a copyright infringement. Bingo. Go for it. See, I'm thinking about you, Steve. (laughs) I'm thinking about you, buddy. I'm doing this for you. All right. Uh, His mouth, Casey's opening. All right, great. 
Uh, when his tongue failed, he slid his middle finger in there too, using it to scoop as much out into his waiting mouth as he could. Casey made the most delightful mewling, whining noises, and John could feel his dick straining against his pants as he reached as deeply inside her as he could, determined to extract as much tapioca as possible. It wasn't deep enough. John frowned. He didn't know much about the female reproductive system, especially when it came to salamanders. Never mind humans, but he was... Waiting sure on Dave to read. Oka up there for so long could only lead to more bad news. Lead to bad news. The, oh, I had to meter it out, okay? Well, it, that's a drink for you anyway. Okay, here we go. You ready? Clink, 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 clink against my mic. Here we go. Drink time. Gulp, gulp, gulp. <laughs> that's a remix that a right drink. there. Just a remix of David going. <laughs> no, no, you keep uh, the beat up. I'll like do beatboxing it. Beatboxing that just gets stuck do, on itself. Do the beatbox. <laughs> Thus, it was in his and Casey's joint best interest to get as much out of there as they could, lest it go bad or give her an infection or something. <laughs> and since neither his tongue nor his fingers were long enough to get all the way in there, I'll have just one more option. John and Zeta's pants. He looked down at his daughter's chubby riding salamander body. Wondered if this was coming too far. Spoiler alert! Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her cheeks were flushed. Oh, being slapped, flushing brightly. Wow. Still coated with spears and tapioca. It's like by both John Slim and her own excretions, secretions. Lead singer of Disturbed. I know that you really like doing this part, but just get back to singing. You remember what happened when you did that thing, and then we had to edit it for the radio cut. (laughs) Next up is me being refereed by David. Come on, get up, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up. You got to get down with the sickness. The Open best up your worst action movie that came out of the late 90s, early 2000s has to be Jet Li's The One. Oh, come on, that wasn't bad. Oh, have you seen oh, it lately? It does no. not hold up. It not only does no, it not it hold up, not but it is a well. it is a time capsule of shitty, aggressive alterna rock and awful CGI effects. Also, Delroy Lindo. And a very, very young what's-his-face from the Transporter. Jason Statham. Yes. Uh, It's Jason Statham. (laughs) (laughs) On his stat sheet, it's just a big picture of a ham. (laughs) I'm down with it. (laughs) All right, page four. And yes, first DVD I ever owned the one. That's a great way to start your collection, man. Uh, John lined up. Okay, I'm, I'm going out on an aside, but I think the first DVD I actually bought myself was uh, Kung Pao Into the Fist. The first yes. DVD I ever owned was Starship Troopers. The first DVD I ever bought with my own money was Con Air. Excellent choice. Yes. And oh, the- if we're going by first DVD I ever had possession of, it was Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh! <laughs> 
Hey, I'm shut up. That movie's so good. Sorry. I shut remember. up. That movie's good. It's not a good movie. Uh, group, uh, vote yes or no for good. And if you vote no, you're wrong. <laughs> vote now on your phones. Vote now on your phone. <laughs> Operators are standing by. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Call 1 900 if you vote no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> John lined himself up with her opening, touching the head of his dick against it. Nope. What? I just do. I'm sorry. I said nope out of reflex. My bad. I thought thought you were like appropriating judge thing. You let David do his job. No, no, no. He's more like nope, do not want. Well, okay. Nobody wants this except Solix. Uh, (laughs) That's that's rude. Solix, how could you? God, she was so tight. He should have expected it. What with her barely reaching mid-thigh when they stood side by side. Uh. But the unbelievable heat and pressure from her slick passage caused diamonds to form. Wait, no. What? <laughs> yes, she was hardening to Wait, the does top. it actually say that? No, it doesn't. It says uh, the unbelievable heat and pressure from her slick passage urged him forwards. <laughs> but if you stuck carbon in there, you could technically rival De Beers for diamonds. All right. Inch by inch, he pushed himself. And step by step. I'm closing in on your position and destruction as a mission. No. Eight is not enough. The whole squad better W side. No, Dave. Oh, sorry. We weren't doing the Monstars anthem. We weren't doing the Monstars anthem. Oh, Although I thought you were, I thought you were going to start with uh, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. I, no, that doesn't, that's a hanging tough. Also, if you haven't submitted it yet, somebody submit erotic uh, Space Jam fanfic please oh god no do it well, ruin the monsters for david like lola bunny it. here's the challenge lola bunny x michael jordan and uh in the title better be welcome to the slam yeah <laughs> <laughs> or some variation of come on and slam <laughs> come on my slam <laughs> yeah or come on my slam very acceptable inch by inch he pushed himself into casey's yielding body her th- Thick thighs pressing against him as her little hips bucked against the intrusion. Wait, did she just like USB turn on or something? (laughs) No, she found Solid Snake. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's the the moment he bottomed out. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes, as if his the bottom of his his undercarriage hit the road. Deep in her hole, she cried out and bucked her hips, his pubes and ball sack. No, wait, I skipped a line. Shuddering against him as a flood of wetness spurted out from around his cock, drenching his pubes and ball sack. There we go. What what are you saying? Drenching? Yes. Why are you here and not at your mic? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize the story got you that hot. She's going to the bedroom for a couple minutes. Ha. Curiously, he wiped a finger against where Casey's lips were stretched around his dick and tasted her juices. They tasted like tapioca. By I'm starting now, to see a recurring theme right now with this story. <laughs> Seems to be centered around a fac- asphyxiation of tapioca. It's weird. It's weird, but you know. That's the most offensive thing about this story. No, this ruining tapioca? Tapioca was ruined long before the story got to No, that. no, 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 no. The most offensive thing about this story is that it's like somehow promoting tapioca. <laughs> this story brought to you by the Tapioca Council. Eat tapioca now. You know, I don't hate tapioca. Like it was, it was, a, it was an acceptable flavor of. Uh, you will hate it by the end of this. Oh, beautiful! I'm Isn't there only one it. more page? Uh, there are two other parts, my friends. No, there are two oh, other parts. God. Yeah. Uh, by mind. now, it's worse. 
by now! John's dick had never been harder, and the pressure from all sides as he was trapped within Casey's hot, wet walls was overwhelming. Slowly, so as not to hurt her, he pulled out and then thrust sharply back into her, making her fat rolls jiggle with the momentum. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, he's fucking right, a jello I'm not jiggler. One to judge, but what? <laughs> I didn't realize you could have a fat salamander. Although that sounds like a great name for like a microbrewery. Oh, that's a fucking great band name. No, that's a microbrewery beer, fat salamander. Yeah, the, the salamanders in this are, aren't like the lizard-like salamanders. I'm aware, but it's like, it's just okay. the name, anyways. So where That's was fair. where was I? Uh, did, did, uh, fat rolls jiggle with the momentum, and she squealed happily, overstimulated from her own orgasm. As it was, John lasted only two or three thrusts before his own climax came, and he squirted uh. thick. <laughs> at least it's not ropes. Jets of piping hot cum into her glowing cloaca. Uh Okay. (laughs) Apparently this particular salamander came right out of the Chernobyl uh, dead zone. (laughs) I just came back from from Chernobyl? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you've read Homestuck, which you haven't, no. It's accurate. Yeah, also, you know, the the inevitable crossover between Homestuck and S-T-A-L-K-E-R As the white bliss of orgasm left John's mind unclouded, he seemed to finally realize what he had just done. Oh, God. He said to himself, oh, shit. Casey, are you okay? Casey? Casey's only reply was a tired thumbs up. (laughs) 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 And a half-hearted bubble that popped almost immediately. Relieved that he hadn't hurt her, John grabbed a nearby tea towel and wiped the tapioca-infused cum off his rod, tucking himself away. Casey's groin was a mess of various fluids, and he gently wiped her down too, making sure all the tapioca was far away from her opening, and that he didn't brush her cloaca too roughly. As he went to stand up, Casey grabbed his collar and planted a sweet, firm kiss on his cheek, followed by a nubble- a nubble bubble boo Yes. Drink. Followed by another bubble that burst in his face. Pop. Ha ha. I'm glad that was good for you, Casey. John said with a smile. Now, how about we invite the guys around for tapioca pudding? Solix? Is that is that a euphemism for <laughs> group sex? No, it's the literal tapioca pudding that came out of her anus. Oh, that was fucking gross, man. But now we've got to read just, it's just titled The Sequel. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your salamander, (laughs) dishonor on your tapioca pudding. Reference, man. (laughs) Next up is Sean being refereed by Val. Summary. Don't read the summary, just go to page two. I'm just reading the summary. It's like two lines. They begged yeah. me not to write it, so I did. John <laughs> discovers that his actions have consequences. Uh, Chapter one, the sequel. The squeakquel. Anyway, yes. I post, I'm posting some... Uh, porn? Blue furry porn, because Connor asked me to, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Salamanders have uh, several different ways of laying eggs. Depending on some... Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, the beer's already getting to me. Mm. Great job. Depending on species, some spawn large amounts of eggs into shallow water. Some lay medium amounts of flo- into flowing water and guard them carefully, and others lay on land. However, a small number of salamanders are 
Avivarios. 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 Which is not spelled incorrectly, apparently. Jesus, we have a fucking Ooh. comic six on our hands. I was just thinking that. And retain, and retain the eggs within their bodies to birth live young. On Squeak. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> Solix, I didn't realize you were giving birth ovo viviparously. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's a chair. Relevant. Pregnant chair, chair that's back? great. On top of this, depending on species, there is a relatively fast turnover rate, with eggs hatching anywhere from one to three weeks after being laid. This is something John Egbert did not know when he adopted Casey. This is something he especially did not know when, after an unfortunate incident with some tapioca three weeks ago, he fucked his adoptive daughter right there on the kitchen floor. Bravo. Academy mm. Award worthy performance. Father of the year. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, that's what I was going for. <laughs> John had managed to put the incident as far out of his mind as possible because it was a good contender for the worst thing he had ever done. And that list included bringing about the apocalypse. Man, this works a lot better when you think that John is John Arbuckle. Yeah, it's, yeah I was getting with that too. I was just <laughs> like, man, how boss would this be if it was John Arbuckle? Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Mark. <But, laughs> and the bus exploded. <laughs> yep. And then there was lasagna. As it was, John was just relaxing and watching Con Air, which happened to be on television, and he had happened to catch not long after the second commercial break, which meant the bunny part was still to come. And despite his regrets over his Nick Cage-obsessed past, that scene was still a classic, man. And his darling daughter, Casey, who he had loved more than anything, was scribbling on some paper on the floor next to the couch. A red crayon grasped in her plump little yellow fingers. Gosh, she was cute. And it seemed to John that she was plumper than ever. A little orb of chub having built up around her middle. That's very judgmental. Right? Mm. Don't, don't you dare fat shame John Arbuckle. You're one to talk. An orb of chub that was moving? She's infected. <laughs> Get the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> John tore his attention away from Nick Cage to make sure he hadn't been seeing things. But there it was again. Casey's abdomen had, was pulsing slightly as if something was pushing up from within. <laughs> he frowned. That ain't right. <laughs> now that ain't wow. right. You should have thought about that before you did the previous thing that wasn't yeah. right. He got up from the couch and carefully tipped Casey on her side to get She's a not a cow! Moo. <laughs> so what I'm taking away from this is that if you want to have sex with salamanders in the Homestuck universe, wear protection. But the sudden movement seemed to cause her great discomfort. Judging by the high-pitched keening noise she made, she seemed to spread her legs instinctively, and John caught a glimpse of her quivering pink slit out of the corner of her eye. Memories of tapioca came flooding back. For the first time, John wondered what would happen if, say, human semen were to find its way into what was essentially a salamander vagina. Mm. He, he, yeah, he felt the blood leave his face. Frozen in horror, his hand fumbled on the couch until it found his phone and automatically dialed the first number in it. Dave, he said as soon as the line connected, I think Casey is giving birth. So call a so call a fucking vet. It's 3 a.m. Came Dave's slurred reply before he hung up. John dropped the phone. He looked down. His at phone. Fuck. <laughs> John dropped his phone. He looked down at Casey again. Oh, 
she was definitely giving birth. Oh, whoa! That escalated quickly. <laughs> Fun time. I mean, it didn't really escalate quickly. I mean, there was distinct foreshadowing. They were talked about Avi, whatever the fuck that is. Yes, but you think you would have noticed before the actual birth was happening? Nah. John Egbert is kind of an idiot. <laughs> Just shut down. <laughs> no, it's not shut down. It's that all of us are too traumatized right now to make fun of it. Traumatized. No, I'm not traumatized. I'm not traumatized. <laughs> I've had two years to come to terms with this fic. You guys have experience for the first time. Oh, thanks for popping our cherry. Really appreciate it. Eh. You are very welcome. <laughs> Just please put the tapioca away. It's not helping. <laughs> are you done, Sean? Yes, I'm done. Fantastic. Up next is Solix being refereed by Sean. All right, give me a second. Okay. From his limited knowledge of salamanders, John was expecting something more akin to frog spawn than what looks like a live creature coming out of Casey's cloaca. Her blushing pink lips were parting and pulsing as she pulled down. uh Pushed down. Yes, pushed down. The slight white curve of a crown barely visible deep within her. It was too late to call someone for help. He didn't even know the number for any vets, which in hindsight was a huge error on his part. John spat on his fingers and moved towards Katie's cloaca. Um. Carefully, he eased one finger on either side of the baby, spawn, tadpole, head, and began stretching Casey open, rubbing against the tense muscles that seemed to grip at his fingertips at the moment of entry. Doesn't have nearly as much appeal as that birthing scene from City Slickers. It also doesn't have the benefit of having Jack Palance and Billy Crystal. He added another finger from each hand and slowly pulled the opening wider. Casey groaned, spit dribbling from her lips, and tensed her abdomen again, pushing the creature even further towards the great open world beyond her womb. The extra lubrication from Sean's saliva seemed to help as it surged all the way beyond the edges of her cloaca and into John's waiting lap. He wasn't really waiting. He finally got a good look at what he had created. It was an abomination. It was half salamander, half tapioca pudding. (laughs) <laughs> you got it! Anyway. No, really? Right. Oh, no! Steve, we have rules about reading ahead. I didn't read ahead! <laughs> Too bad. You take a drink now. <laughs> what, for being apparently <laughs> prophetic? Yes. That broke my composure. Give me a moment. <laughs> uh, The creature looks like it had once been intended to be a salamander, but the plans had changed drastically at the last minute. No. Yeah. (laughs) It has strangely human proportions to its limbs and clumps of uneven black hair dotted around its mostly bald head. And the worst part was the tapioca. I am an abomination! Kill me! Oh, God. The tapioca. It seemed to spew from every orifice of the poor thing. Even from the corners of its eyes. Every moment I live is agony. I can read anything, but this really challenges me to stay stay composed. It was dripping with milky pudding, plopping Uh. semi-transparent pearls onto John's hands. What the fuck? (laughs) Thank you. You know, for kids. Yeah. Oh, oh, so this is how they make bubble tea. Uh, Gross. 
John could feel his gorge rising, a great disgusted gag working its way up his throat. Barely containing his horror, he turned back to the mother of what was now undeniably his child, and a small animal-like noise emitted from his depths as he realized something even worse was happening. There were... <laughs> I see you adding something. As he realized something even worse was happening, there were more on the way. Casey's abdomen continued to pulse and wriggle, and her cloaca puffed up and closed as she pushed against something that wasn't there. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really hungry now. No, I'm not. <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely dumbfounded of what to do, John put one hand on her stomach and began rubbing it in a circular motion, hoping it was helping in some way. Ugh. Within 30 minutes, eight of these disgusting things had come ah! out of Casey. What? That's not nice. That's a litter. Here. That's a goddamn litter of tapioca. Okay. Yeah, he would have had to have noticed. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. This is what you say it's ridiculous? Not no, it gets ridiculous when he eats one and says, Mmm, delicious. Well, I hope that doesn't actually happen. I hope so, too. I hope that my future sight powers have worn off by now. <laughs> and she finally seemed to be finished, resting her head on John's lap and passing out from exhaustion, leaving him to deal with, he, with what he reluctantly dubbed the kids. She actually died. No! She got lucky. <laughs> they were disgusting to look at. All messes of fat salamander bodies and gangly human limbs. All dripping tapioca on his carpet and making horrifying giggling sounds that drowned, drowned out every word of Con Air. What? Casey is named after the kid from there. No! <laughs> the, the character John Nightford is, is obsessed with Con Air. Yep. Like, this has happened in canon that he named a salamander Casey. I certainly hope the tapioca children abominations are not canon. Now, it's technically canon compliant, but no, it is not canon. Good. It's canon compliant. God damn you, Andrew Hussey. I mean, <laughs> given the ending, given the ending, it actually lines up. I, as I said, god damn is you, Andrew Hussey. actually done? Um, yeah. yes, just about. Oh, that doesn't mean it's done. We're waiting on an epilogue. So it's anyway. not done. The anyway. answer to that question was no. Listen, Home Cycle will never be over. <laughs> Just like One Piece or fucking Naruto. Except it's better than both those things. I disagree, but only because I don't really care for Homestuck. So, why do people have so much against Boruto? It just sounds like Naruto and a burrito had oh. sex. Well, okay, so it's a continuation, and they they don't like they don't like change. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's just Naruto with a B, whatever. Boruto, Bosque. Uh, well, no, it'd be a B and an O. Oh, B O. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna continue. Okay, John was at a loss. What he was he supposed to do with these eight hell children? Juggle the salamander. Was this God's punishment for what he had done to Casey all these weeks ago? Yes. <laughs> Very clearly. Yes. Yo. Yo, God. Thank good one, man. God damn it. Uh, he would never look at tapioca the same way again. That was for sure. And neither will we. Same good night, day. everybody. <laughs> Carefully, he put the things down on the floor, went to the kitchen, and found a large polyester carrier bag. The kind they charge you for at the checkout because they that's so funny because they want you to reuse it. He's reusing it. He took it back in, into his front room, opened it wide, and carefully stacked the eight freaks of nature in in the bag. Oh no! He gave he gave Casey an apologetic kiss on the forehead before leaving the house. The bag of horror in his hands. Next up is he Val. Went to the, 
being refereed by Sean. Oh, wait, no. no, you're, no, that, wait, no. no. Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot, because there's only, like, two paragraphs left. No, please continue. Yeah. He you're went, to, your show. He went to the local garbage dump, dump, dug a big hole, and put the bag at the bottom of it, threw a rock on it until the gurgling stopped, and then covered yeah. the whole thing in dirt and trash. So he's wow. a murderer, too. Yeah. Wow. Then he went home and showered for 18 hours straight. Einhorn long- is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn. As long as it took for the sounds of rushing water to drown out the gurgles of eight tapioca babies. Why? From that day forth, John Egbert took a vow of chastity, and some say he keeps it to this very day. I'm assuming he does it because we're reading the third story. Oh, you'll you'll see, you'll see. Gosh. Butt babies. (laughs) You gotta go make them butt babies, Keanu. Alright, next up is Val being refereed by Sean. So Sean and I are both pulling double duty on the mm. ref stuff. Story, Tapioca 3, The Return. Uh, <sighs> otters all, blah blah blah. Summary, part 3 of the Tapioca series. An old face makes a comeback. Chapter 1, <laughs> Tapioca 3, The Return. Salamanders grow at a very fast rate. As they grow from tadpoles to larvae, they develop their bodies and lungs to the point of no longer needing gills, and they'll lose those... Ah, and lose characteristics such as tail fins while gaining larger mouth, teeth, and eyelids. And all this transition can take anything from a few years to as little as a few days. Uh, oh no, is this where it turns into a horror movie? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh boy. Steve-O, stop it! I'm not reading ahead! Stop it anyway! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is something John Egbert did not know when he adopted Casey. This is something he especially did not know when he accidentally... Made it with her Fuck you hybrid. and your fucking quotes around accidentally, you asshole. There's no. Hybrid. Yeah. It, accidentally. Nothing, nothing about that was accidental. No. Yeah. Created hybrid abominations, took them to the garbage dump, crushed them with rocks, and buried the courses. It's been six weeks since then, and Jug Egbert still recovering. Jog Egbert? <laughs> no, John Egbert. Jog Egbert was a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. For a while, he had Casey stay with Jade because he couldn't even look at her without being reminded of his terrible deeds. But he was getting better. Casey moved back in his last week, and he's managed to spend some quality time with her without having horrible visions of his screaming offspring crawling out of the recesses of his mind. So John Egbert is enjoying his... Kill us! He did kill them. Yeah. Kill us again! (laughs) Kill us twice. Twice over. So John Egbert is enjoying his life right now. Or at least he thinks he is, as he trucks himself up all cozy in bed. Nope, not trucks. Yeah, oh, tucks. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) He becomes Optimus Prime. Spatulicity, spatulicity. (laughs) Kill us. (laughs) (laughs) All cozy in bed, ready for a good night's sleep. He manages to nod off quickly, entering a quiet dreamscape that no longer holds the dazzle of prospect, but still manages to captivate his mind. When he wakes up at 2 a.m., he doesn't quite know why. There's a feeling of unease in his darkened room, and he doesn't like it. He reaches over to turn the lamp on and immediately recoils as his hand comes in contact with something cold and wet. Oh no, he forgot to finish eating his ice cream. Bracing himself, he fumbles a little more and turns it on, flooding the room with light and has to stifle a very small scream when he sees what the cold wet thing was. It's tapioca. Ah! There's a perfect mound of yellow tapioca pudding on his bedside table, just around the base of his lamp. 
He's speechless. He thought the tapioca incident was far, far behind him. He quickly looks around his room for the source, but there's nothing but the shadows that haunt, haunt the corners of his ceiling. On nerve, he moves to turn the light off again, hoping that the tapioca is just a fragment of his imagination. Figment. Figment. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a fragment. It's only part of his imagination. The other part is filled really with things that turn him on. Frag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, you shouldn't do that, that if it's an SSD, though. True. Yeah. That if he ignores it, it will go away, but then the gurgling begins. Oh, the gurgling. It's loud. It's so loud in the silence of the night and seemingly all encompassing. It's just a thousand um, Nigel Thornberry's arging in unison. <laughs> oh, God, the horror! <laughs> Dude, screw Stephen King. We're the masters of horror. (laughs) (laughs) John's ears can't work out where it's coming from, so it heavily infects the entire environment. He daren't get out of bed, daren't make any sudden movements. He hopes to God he's imagining this. Maybe it's a hallucination, a flashback perhaps, a reminder of his sins, but the gurgling doesn't stop. A wrinkled hand, pale and bloated like a corpse and dripping with tapioca, Worms its way up from under his bed. He holds back a scream, frozen with terror. Oh, God. Is this... We've come to enact our revenge, John. Is this like a cross uh, between the again. ring and a telltale yeah. heart at this point? The hell? I don't know. There was something in his room under his bed, and it was emerging. Ta-da! It was there a penis. Go. Can't open this fucking beer. Next up is Connor being refereed by me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Connor, can you come down here and open my beer for me? Uh, give me a, th- a few hours. Okay. Uh, uh, but I'd have to stop reading, so I guess not. <laughs> a long, pale arm follows the hand, gripping onto John's sheets mere centimeters from his body, and with all its strength, it hauls a body after it, huge, with a slightly creamy yellow tinge to its corpse whiteness. More limbs follow, gangly and unseemly, a torso that drips yellow pudding. It draws itself to full height, cast in dramatic lightning, lighting by the table lamp shit. Its face dominated by a stretched mouth, lopsided and dribbling. The two eyes like saucepans, unblinking and dark like the void. Uh, clumps of uneven hair are dotted about it like scalp lot. This is fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. Just wait. Man, the sex stuff I'm okay with, but this is getting like the fuck. All right. Uh, uh, scalp-like wounds, and from everywhere, from the gaping lips to the empty eyes, to the clotted nostrils, it's emitting. Oh, god damn it! It is emitting. <laughs> yeah, emitting. It is mom's spaghetti. Ah! It is emitting tapioca, which eternally pours forth and flows down its chubby body. It lifts its fat hand and pours one puffy finger at John, who is still motionless in fear. It opens its mouth in a movement that looks painful. Comes the guttural voice, each syllable bringing forth a new flood of pudding. So I guess it'd be. (laughs) John feels his gorge rise. I know what it means, but his gorge. Anyway, just give me a second. (laughs) This is so hard. 
<laughs> Solix, I'm coming for you. You and All your right. head of Chromium. Oh, sweet. Finally, I didn't even hear you. You must have been stealth fapping. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> hey, use poor choices of words like that on our show. You're gonna have to deal with it. I'm reading a poor choice of words. No, true. <laughs> but, blame, but, blame my friends here up on us. We Zero. do. Can bring him on so we can like chew him out directly. Please. <laughs> I want you. To, he's actually reasonably sane. Wait, John. You're gonna I haven't talked to him on the show. Talked to him in ages. Connor, call Chase. Oh, God, I don't... You don't? No, I don't know how to call him on the internet anymore. Oh. I know his number, but anyway, uh, that, that's a story for another time. All right, so John feels his gorge rise, but vomit does not come. As if even his bodily functions are paralyzed by abject horror, he isn't sure if he is even breathing. With immense effort, he blinks and swallows and turns to his child. What are you? I am what you call the slide, comes the reply. I am that which you throw away and you try to deny, try to kill. Listen to what you did to me. Every little tapioca baby is actually Reaper from Overwatch. (laughs) (laughs) Die, die, die. die. (laughs) John can do nothing but allow the creature to talk. And I need to drink more of this watered-down bourbon. Ah, there's foil in my beer. (laughs) Why? Because I was bad at opening it. Why else? Yeah, you're bad. You crushed my... You crushed my brethren because of your shame and left us for dead. We writhed in agony in that hole for hours before death was kind enough to take us. But I was left alone. I suffered at your hands and would suffer further, and I suffer still with the memory. (laughs) It pauses for breath, spewing up tapioca with such force that it splatters on the bed, splashing John's face. To survive, I had to eat first the tapioca, then the corpses of my brothers, and then I turned into a Windigo. Yeah. Oh shit! I was trying to do it that that until dawn game, whatever. Or, or turned into a Brazilian soccer team. <laughs> no, it just turned into a Brazilian. It's just a, a waxed ass. <laughs> Less. You know I... That would make the show a little bit less scary. <laughs> really Nothing makes you feel more comfortable than very smooth butts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then book. the corpses of my brothers, lest I you lose the strength to live within more tapioca still. I am cursed with this blighted existence because of you. But I survived and became stronger. And now I stand before you, father, stronger than you. Join <laughs> me and we will <laughs> rule the pudding with an iron fist. <laughs> Uh, sorry, what? Uh, anyway, why? <laughs> or wait, actually, I guess it'd be... Wait, was that a really shitty Stronger Than You cover? Yeah, I was trying to match the feel of the story. Oh. <laughs> Just do a good Stronger Than You cover, please. All right. <laughs> Before you, father, stronger than... Wait, shit. Oh, Just... that's right, because I'm made of love. Why? John finally managed to croak out with anger. <laughs> this creature leans forward, towering over him, dripping tapioca from its orifices onto John's face and body. The answer is simple. Perhaps predictable.
Double revenge. Then, without waiting for a reaction, the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why that broke me. Come on. I believe right. in you. <laughs> the abomination opens its mouth and Tabioka's <laughs> I can't stop thinking of that one thing I saw where this dude was just like like RPing with somebody as Snape. And it's like and all of a sudden I opened my mouth and screamed, and cornflakes of all shapes and sizes spewed out of its mouth. <laughs> you know, that would make a pretty awesome screensaver, not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, anyway. No, no drink for every tapioca. God no damn it, Sam, we will die. God, if I drink, I was going to say. <laughs> we're almost die. done with this story. Then we'll be done with the tapioca. It's hot. So hot. Like it came from within the salamander child's stomach itself, burning with digestive acid. Oh, he acid. turned into Torgo in the middle of reading. <laughs> yep. I just need to handle it. I'm Tapioca. <laughs> I watch the pudding while the master is away. <laughs> and it scalds John's skin, burning away his clothes and bedsheets with an audible. <laughs> the flood is never ending. John can't see, can't breathe. The tapioca is penetrating his skin, crawling up his nose and into his mouth, cutting his insides. He loses all sense of time and sense of self. Nothing mattered, tapioca. Oh, goodness. So this with the tapioca <laughs> and Shrek with the goddamn onions. We're ending up with a really weird stew, guys. Next up is David being refereed by me. If David's still alive and not eating tapioca pudding. And not spamming with, like, furry porn again. Yeah, David. 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 What? what? <laughs> Stop spamming porn. It's your turn to read. I wasn't even doing that. Dave, who else is brush fire? Uh, Connor, duh. <laughs> Look, he asked for blue furry porn. So David, get on porn. the goddamn story and finish. We have one page left, and it's you. Oh, uh, I can't God, rename myself. So sad. Page left. Fuck. Um, <laughs> sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. I'm sorry. You can't escape. You have to finish it. There is no escape from the fortress of the moles. It's true. We're on the sequel, right? No. No. We're, we're on the last story. Oh. Wow. That is. I appreciate your dedication to finding me all this uh, great blue furry porn, though. No problem, man. Last page, right? Page yes. four of Tapioca 3 The Return. Yes. It could be minutes and it could be hours, but sometime <laughs> later, the flood stops. John is still paralyzed by his experience, still coated in rapidly cooling pudding. When he comes to, he quaffs up as much tapioca as he can, realizing there is still some nestled in his lungs that would probably take a trip to the hospital to remove and cleans it out of his eyes. That's a very serious medical problem. You should probably call an ambulance. <sighs> Naked, but... With <laughs> 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 a pudding covering his body, he rolls out of what remains of his bed and stumbles towards the bathroom. He doesn't make it. The creature is still here. It grabs him from behind his shoulders, throwing him backwards. He's so off balance that he careens into the wall, breaking his glasses. A wall. A wall, breaking his glasses. 
bruised and struggling to breath, he doesn't notice the child leave and return until he's being forced into a plastic bin You bag. know, Dave, you reminded me. I really like Prodigy's song, Breath With Me. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> breath with me. Wow, wow, wow. Guess the price, you We're going to breath with you. <laughs> Out of control, it's like a smear. It's an omen. This character, this character's symbol is breath. What, what are you doing? He cries. The tapioca child smiles down at him. He is forced down into the bag, and once he's completely in, he feels himself be lifted and jostled around painfully. Like the bag is being thrown over the creature's shoulder for several minutes, perhaps an hour, he remains in this purgatory of black plastic. It's black plastic. Just fucking stick your finger through it and rip it open. You can't. Why not? Because he sucks. His his child is stronger than him. Didn't you read? (sighs) Whoa, oh, oh. Uh, The character can turn uh, into uh, air. uh, I'm not sure how that works either. <laughs> oh, fucking I, several uh, minutes sinking. Can't escape a plastic bag because he's inept. Uh, yeah. with, the, with sound muffled by tapioca filled ears, his only clue of where he's being taken. So he has a sinking feeling, he knows, before the bag is dropped heavily and he's blinded by daylight. Daylight? How long or how has it been that long? Has already? it been that long already? Has it been that long already? No time to question it, because now the creature is pushing him into a hole. A hole Hello. slick with tapioca. Oh, God. Ah! He recognizes this place. This is where he did the terrible thing before, where this creature grew up miserably and where he feels like he probably is going to die. His thoughts are confirmed when seconds later, the rocks start. First, it was Fat Lip, and then it was Louise's second album, <laughs> and then finally, Jack Black. The first one hits his leg, jarring his kneecap painfully and earning a cry of shock that barely finished before the second comes. This time on his shoulder, and the third, and the fourth, until such a barrage is coming, he cannot separate one from the other. You know, I really don't like this singer we brought in for the kindergarten class today. (laughs) One hits him in the head, and he's thankful for the rush of unconsciousness that quickly follows. This was the last John Egbert ever knew. That Uh, was... That was the last John Egbert Avenue buried in the rocks and covered in, in rocks. Jeez, buried in buried rocks. Buried in rocks and covered in a trash bin. In trash. You're adding words. <laughs> buried in <laughs> rocks and covered in trash in a landfill where no one could know what. John Egbert died naked and covered in tapioca, buried in a dirt hole by the offspring he had betrayed. As for the abomination, it catches John Hardcore. All right, can you read that last part, normal? please as for the abomination it cash fish john hardcores and no no one could tell the difference though rose did once admit to jay that she was sure john didn't make as many puddings as this in the past all right dave go drink your seven drinks okay (laughs) jesus gentlemen you you made it through it hooray and we've got 45 minutes to fucking spare oh boy you know what that means another story a furnished denmark by mizukotsu no. Oh, yes. No. I don't even know what the fuck Catalia is, but I'm reading it anyway. Catalia oh, is basically the personification of countries into anime. Okay. It's bad and mildly racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mildly? Oh, you know, the Japanese aren't xenophobic at all as, as a culture half the time, right? There's no such thing as blackface. <laughs> <laughs> you get out of here with your Zwitty Peart thing. All right. <laughs> 
<clears throat> a furnished Denmark by Mizukotsu. Uh, a summary, Denmark gets turned into a sofa and Norway takes advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, it's basically people named after countries. I know, but, yeah. but the implication is amazing. Yes. Another prompt off a request from APH and on Wait, 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 who's refing you? Uh, me, David. Are you ready, David? Are you ready, David? What about what? what You're about refereeing what? me. Okay, great. All right, so you have the story up. Yes. Uh, I don't believe you because I don't see you in there. Okay, well, uh, check it now. I don't see you in there. Well, you're just a liar then. Are you Anonymous Hedgehog? Probably. Uh, Okay, on page two, are you ready, Dave? Yeah, it says another prompt off of request from APH Anon Kink Meme. Fuck you, Steve, I read. Three. It had been a long, quiet day for Norway. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You read that. Uh, another prompt off a request from APH and on Kink Mame 3. Good, thank you. It had been a long, quiet day for Norway. There was no noise, no loud Dane ruining his afternoon book reading, and no one hogging the bathroom every night. Moreover, no one to wake him up at the crack of dawn with a loud, God, Morgan, George! Which, more often than not, led to a very cranky Norwegian for the rest of the day. Well, more moody than he usually, because... No. Yes, well, more moody than he usually. No. Well, more moody than he usual. Yes. 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 There you go, Steve. Great job. (laughs) Fuck you, David. (laughs) (laughs) Because he liked his beauty sleep, which typically was about 12 hours or so of it. As the second day passed, however, without an inkling of noise or sight of Denmark, an awkward feeling emerged within him. Oh, please don't say the word. Um, Hold on. Control F. I I need to... Control F. Tapioca. Okay. Doesn't (laughs) happen in this story. Good. Uh, You can never be too careful. (laughs) Never be too goddamn careful. Pearls. As much as he was indulging every last minute of silence, he was beginning to miss the voice of the idiot. Also, where was he anyway? As he brewed his third pot of coffee of the day and quietly prepared himself his millionth cup of sweet, aromatic liquid caffeine, he pondered... How big are his pots? Um, thimble? Well, but a millionth cup? Like, he's got his third cup pot brewing, and he's on his millionth cup. I'm just, I, I, I don't know why I'm okay, thinking so about this. Okay, so you know, all right, so he uses... I love coffee. He uses a cistern, normally used to store uh, sewage, to boil right, okay. his coffee. All right. That sounds, that sounds like Norway. Uh, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> Too reasonable. He pondered this new observation of the missing Dane. Now that he did think about it, he had no idea what happened to him, and though it was almost the end of the second day, Norway was missing him. He wasn't sure if he liked that or not, but as he also began to realize that Denmark hadn't even mentioned a word to him about going anywhere, he frowned. What the hell? Some boyfriend he was. Deciding then that he'll look around for some clues or evidence. Heck, this is turning into a fucking point-and-click adventure game. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a Halatia Axis Powers fanfic? Italia. Uh, Whatever. Fucking weeaboo fighting nerd. Yeah. 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 Basically. I love how you just, like, we talked about it at length. 
Oh, are you not my there for that? Keeps, we also talked about it at off, girth. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's All not right. your fault. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's America's fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Everything is at this point. Perhaps the Pretty buffoon much. left a note somewhere stupidly placed. He left the kitchen to begin his search. Time crisis music. What? This isn't Seinfeld. Stop that. It is now. Norway, what are you doing here? What had felt like hours later? After that musical montage, which was really only about 15 minutes, he found himself. Don't do music for 15 minutes. I will boot you. <laughs> In the basement of his home. Call Steve on his bluff. Call Steve on his bluff. Which he referred to as the den, a.k.a. Where he banished Denmark to where whenever he was being a bitch. His coffee was already refilled before coming down here to think as he stretched his legs out along the cushions of the somewhat odd-looking couch, which smelled heavily of the man he slept with. Stupid. The man? Like cops? Connor, give me the cops theme. Bad boys, bad boys. I don't know the baseline. Stupid Denmark. Disappearing like that without a word. Where the hell did this couch come from anyway? He didn't recall ever seeing it before and... Norge? Norge. The mentioned blinked slowly, ears picking up the familiar voice of Denmark, yet sounding somewhat subdued, like there was something pressed against his mouth. Yes? He responded with hesitance, mainly because the Dane sounded so damn close. Damn. But he saw him nowhere within sight. While he had leaned up to look around, he definitely didn't see Denmark anywhere. I think I'm a sofa. Hmm. All right. Uh, that's going to be my uh, obituary. I think I'm a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a sofa now. Is this some weird, like, roundabout IKEA joke? No, that's Sweden. Uh, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Here's your affordable Swedish crap. <laughs> Was that where Denmark had been all this time? He could only bet that the other was stupid and ate something that he told him not to. That could also explain the disappearance of one of his magically enhanced cookies. Wait, wasn't that the plot of a movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar? Cooking with magic? Magically enhanced cookies! Uh, Yeah, but it wasn't cookies. Or whatever the hell they were cooking. Dildos, I don't care. I mean, he was playing cookie clicker too much. That's (laughs) Oh, no. Don't summon the Grandma Apocalypse, man. <laughs> that could also the explain... Apocalypse. Yes. That could also explain the disappearance of one of his magically enhanced cookies, which were always used against England. Yet, even though he was miffed about it, he couldn't help a smirk make its way across his face as he put down his coffee on the stand beside the couch. Now that he was taking a closer look at the piece of furniture, he noticed how it did look a bit more... Dot, dot, dot... Blonde, this like iambic pentameter, and figured that was why it looked unusual. Sidling up close into the back of the couch, oh. he his side pressing into the soft pillows of the love seats. He ran his hand up along them. It's good. Been there. No. Done that. And has he ever? Not saying he has ever been a couch. In fact, he was a chair once. But she had bad touched furniture before <laughs> just to piss off a certain Englishman whenever he managed to trick him to eat his food. Don't bad touch furniture, man. It can't touch you back. Fuck the couch. 
Next up is Sean yeah, being refereed Connor has by a good Val. Point. Fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. Quite literally, Sean, refereed mm. by Val. Go ahead. No. What are you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> Sofa Den's voice sounded strained, and Norway only grinned some more. Out of his own experience, he believed that Dane couldn't see him, but he certainly did feel him. I can give you a good time with you, no! Denmark. Denmark? <laughs> Dan- that's what it says, Denmark. <laughs> I know, I just... <laughs> This time, he dragged a finger down between the crack of the pillowing, wondering what part of Denmark's body he could be touching, and he was going to find out. Uh. Though, if couch anatomy would be like a human's anatomy, then this was definitely Dan's ass crack. Uh, That's how it works, but okay! Couches don't have anatomy, you motherfucker! Mm. Or so he hoped. Narge, don't touch me there! Don't touch me there! Fuck. Also, Val, you drink two. You missed that. What? You're riffing. Yes, I know. You missed one. I didn't know you started breathing again after my coming. <laughs> Could you not tell by my voice change of... Norge, don't touch there. Only I should touch you there. What? Oh, yeah. It's okay. <sighs> With an even wider grin, he retracted his hand and began to unbutton his shirt, which was quickly tossed aside and leaned up and and leaning up onto his knees he unzipped his pants and removed those as well oh but Denmark (laughs) 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 once once again it's Denmark Val um I have a new high contender for if we have a male child what his name is going to be (laughs) no no Denmark Bortz I am vetoing <laughs> this. What was that word? Veto. Vetoing. Veto. Whatever. <laughs> you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there. God, the English language is such an asshole. <laughs> uh, oh, but Denmark, I can't resist you like this. He I soon- can. I can resist. I'm good. Thanks, kids. He soon made that clear when he moved in close to the crack of the pillows again. And no pressed move. Him- <laughs> he doesn't need it. It's a fucking couch. Yeah, he's gonna fuck a couch, but still, he's Hold gonna on. fuck the ass crack of the couch. To Google, couch lube. That's gonna be, dude. That's gonna be rough as fuck on your dick. Yeah. Mm. What the hell? Top result for googling couch lube. Removing lube stains. Condom Depot Learning Center. <laughs> that makes sense. Condom mm. Depot. Uh, <laughs> yes, the lesser-known subsidiary of Home Depot. <laughs> what the hell kind of lube are you using that stain? Yeah, lube stains. Uh, moved in close to the crack of the pillows again and pressed himself into it. It was so arousing to him, and he wasn't even sure why, because he never got excited this quick with England. Then again... He does it to tease and humiliate Arthur. But with Denmark, oh, with him, it was a completely different story. With a slow pace, he thrust himself between the couch cushions, but not too much as the backing of the couch would be painful against his tip. And he gripped each side of the couch pillows with his hands in a firm grasp, as though he was massaging Denmark's ash People, cheeks. get out of the way. I'm riffing. No, I'm sorry. You want I me guess. to do my job or no? No. Wait, yes! <laughs> uh, wait! 
shit! What am I doing up here? He also suddenly wanted to lick Sofa Den. I also then, wanted to lick Sofa Den. But then he realized it wouldn't be skin, but fabric. Huh. And he didn't really want lint or anything. Of the, what the fuck is that noise? People drive very loud oh. cars through my neighborhood. Uh. <laughs> And he really didn't want lint or anything of the like on his tongue. Tough luck, he thought. And after a few more moments of leisurely fucking the thing, he stopped and pulled himself out. He could hear a slight whimpering and Norway cooed to the other, but not exactly words of comfort or anything. I'm all hard for you now, Denmark. Sofa Den couldn't really respond right away, but once he did, he whined. And what he said was something surprising and not what Norway expected at all to hear in this situation. He said, would you like a Pizone? Oh, wait, no, that was last week. (laughs) Yo, dude, hook me up with a Pizone, man. Go to Canada! Go with me and Val to Montreal! It's too far. I made the drive, David. You can make the drive as well. Yeah, but you had gas money. I don't. (laughs) All right, hold on. Let's start a Patreon for David's gas money to get a fucking Pizone. How many Patreons is that now? No. Go fund me. I'm actually going to do this for you, Dave. Are you really? That's amazing. <laughs> start start a campaign. Holy shit, go fund me takes 5% from each donation you receive. Holy shit. That's <laughs> wow. Well, how am I supposed to get a persona on that? <laughs> get a lot of big donations. I mean, that's only 5 cents. What what? Are you sharpening a knife? No, no, no. I am trying She's to... She's sawing wood. Wait, no. I am <laughs> sharpening the knife, but I thought I had myself on mute. Ah. 5% my ass. No, I was cleaning <laughs> the other side of my mouse. Sorry. Ah. No, right. no. It's It was a funny sound. Can I read? Yes. yes. Talk about Dan. No. Talk, uh, about know, my fu- talk about my future son, Dan Mark. Dan no. Mark Bortz. No. No. <laughs> 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 I wish I could see you doing this, Nor. I bet you look so sexy. Suddenly the couch moved, if, you, if even just a little, but it made Norway's eyes widen, but then grin. What? Does his eyes grin? <laughs> Whatever. So if Denmark had the will to, he can move, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Your inner Canadian just came out mm. via the author. Oh, there was no inner Canadian. It was all outer Canadian. Oh, gosh. Damn it, Nor! This isn't fair! But tell me, am I one fine piece of sofa? Eh, you kind of belong in a Goodwill, but alright. <laughs> Harsh. Yep. <laughs> I bet I'm the sexiest couch ever. And the comfiest. No, you got springs poking out. Four out of ten on ratemycouch.com. Ratemycouch.net. <laughs> 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 With a soft pat on the couch, Norway curtly nodded. Curdled? Curdled, yeah. (laughs) Don't don't you dare boil milk that way. It's gross. No, you can also add vinegar to curdle milk. Though his tone sounded a bit too sarcastic in reply to the other. The most sexiest and comfiest couch ever. And just so damn fine I had to fuck it. I didn't realize this author also went with me to college and chronicled the things I did. (laughs) I just didn't fuck it. You took couch fucking 101 as well? (laughs) (laughs) I actually had to... I was part of the... uh, It it was an elective. You needed to have a couple electives before they allowed you to graduate. Ah, okay. Uh, Creavers. Creavers. 
The laugh that he missed so much in the last couple of days, though he never admitted, ringing throughout the basement. I knew it, Nar. The sofa moved ever the faintest again. Why exactly was it moving in the first place anyway? Maybe it was actually a sign that the spell would be lifted soon. Whatever. Norway didn't bother wanting to question it, wishing to move on with what he was doing and crawling over to the arm of the couch. He climbed on top of it and straddled it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the good spot. (laughs) Obliging to Denmark's content remark, Norway moved himself against the arm, holding... Hat fuck. Hat. <laughs> I mean, he could be fucking the couch in his hand. We don't know. You have to say it right, Sean. It's not hat. It's hands holding on for balance as he threw back his head. If he were female, this would probably be more pleasurable because it wasn't probably really be more pro- pleasurable. <laughs> 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 I almost spat that, water. That is going over. to break me every time. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if you were female, this would probably be more pleasurable because probably be blee 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 blee. Probably believe be more pleasurable because it wasn't really relieving him of any. But he supposed there's that he no could, of. Ah, <laughs> Look, Sean, don't stress yourself, otherwise we're mm. gonna hurt Nia. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Because it wasn't really relieving him any, but he supposed that he could be nice enough to keep going just for the other. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, God. Are you done? (laughs) Because I lost. I stopped looking once the started. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is Solix being refereed by Sean. All right. Let's. Page four. Yes. All right. Big and sure. Too bad you can't taste me, Dan Mark. Otherwise, I'd jerk myself all over you. That's a weird fucking sentence. Yeah. Uh, add Tildy. Oh, so he brought up Wait. the console in Half-Life. Fucking cheater. Tildy. Wait, who cares about that? He was going to do it anyway, because it wasn't like he and Denmark had never stained a couch before, and it was the same concept, really. Except you are the couch. With that in mind... He grabbed himself and began to stroke himself to the rhythm he created from riding the other. Well, the cat. Oh, oh God, Nor. You are going to get it after this, but in the meantime, your bum feels so nice rubbing on me like that. Don't use bum in an erotic sense. It's not an erotic word. That's something you say to a child that is misbehaving. You're going to get a smack on the bum. It's not something you say to your lover. I am going to lubricate your bum. I'm going to lubricate your bum bum. <laughs> I'm going to stick it in your bum bum. You're right. You're right. Hold on, Can you start doubling the word bum. All right. Never mind. <laughs> what gets me is then using the phrase the other and then realizing, oh, wait, I don't have to say that this time. I can say the couch. <laughs> it tells you they're so used to writing gay fan fiction. <laughs> Oh my god. Ephraog asks, are you not turned on by bums, Stevo? I am very much turned on by asses, not bums. Bum is like 
It, it's very not offensive. Steve, Steve. It also means it also means like a broke or broke or homeless person. Steve, stop being such a <laughs> Steve, stop being such a bummer. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's your bum bum. <laughs> All right, where the hell was? Don't be a dum dum. Take it in your bum bum. There was no doubt at all in Norway's mind that Denmark's smile never faded at all during this entire scenario. Though, who was he trying to kid, anyway? Anything made Denmark happy. He was an easy guy to please, even as a couch. Shut up, Den, or else I'll make sure that you eat the cookies that turn you into a toilet. (laughs) Oh, it's a whole different follow-up story. Very Mm. scatterific. Uh, Three parts of the two. Um, what a th- what a threat, but a good one because it would be easy to slip such things to the other and with faster work of his hand. Wait, what? No, yeah. that's right. Slip such things to the other and with faster work of his hand. He moaned lowly, slowly. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he moaned lowly and continued to add on to the warning. And I'll be sure to invite severity. <laughs> Severji? Severidge? Severidge. I'm going to say Severidge. Over for dinner one night. And to use Sverige. you, he needs to have a shit. It's Sverige. Sverige. Sephiroth. Okay. <laughs> What's that? Sephiroth. Oh, man. Sorry. Amber alert. Oh, shit. Anyway. Yeah, that's not good, but I'll look at it in a moment. It was truly a wonder, really, how Norway could keep still. Wait, no, you skipped, like, a line. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Sorry, I did. No, no, you didn't. Didn't. no, I didn't. What are you talking about? Anyway, uh, drink, coach, ref. <laughs> you were drink, coach. Pills here. It truly was a wonder, really, how Norway could still himself could still, still keep still keep. I'll drink. I'm really trying to edit this. It's so painful. How Norway could keep could still keep himself stiff even through all this nonsense. He kept going through. Though, though no, though. Steve-O, let me do my job. Oh. Never! Steve-O, stop being terrible Jeez. at your show. <laughs> ah, going, why though. are you doing this to me, wife? Because she because, can? Yeah. And because She's legally allowed to. God damn it. Fucking legality. He kept going, though, determined to reach climax as he moved his ass faster and faster along the point of the couch she was seated on. So, so mean, Nor. Mean, he says. Hey, so, like, so I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but people are interpreting the Amber Alert as being part of the story. No, that was my phone going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, mean, he says. Hey, he'll show him. He'll show him mean, and with some final jerking move- movements of his hand. He came all over the arm of the couch and then bent forward to ease his deep breathing. While he calmed down, he rubbed his mess into the material of the furniture piece that was Denmark. Mean Denmark is me leaving you like this. A bit reluctantly, he moved off to the side onto the floor and stood up, rubbing his relieved cock with one hand as the other ran as the other run through his hair. What what? You're gonna leave me like this? Ah, now there was that panic in the Dane's voice, and he relished it greatly. Walking around to pick up his articles of clothing, he began slipping them back on. <laughs> God damn it, Cyril! 
<laughs> what about a homeless prostitute that moonlights as a Santa? A hobo ho ho ho. <laughs> God damn it! Don't make That's me choke joke, like Steve. That. Also, you read. It's not that, it's hot. <laughs> so that's a drink for you, Steve-O. <coughs> it's the goddamn chat, Sean! Yeah, so? You read it wrong. <laughs> that's a drink. Read everything as is. <laughs> I'm sorry I ever promoted you out of fan. <laughs> a, a, a winged homeless prostitute that moves like Santa. Choco ho 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 ho. <laughs> We're not doing this. I'm putting a cap on this conversation right now. You're putting a cap in it? God, so violent. <laughs> Don't bring Cap Blackard into this. All right, I'll, I'll finish this up. He won't stay like that forever, you know. Well, now that he knew where his dearest Dane was, he didn't have to worry anymore, and he walked over to the staircase to return back upstairs to continue his reading. Authors note. I realize this isn't as cracky as, as the OP would have liked. What would they have liked? But it was too tempting not to fill it anyway. A. <laughs> semicolon A, semicolon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A chocobo from Colorado who is homeless and prostitutes for money as Santa. A choco hobo ho 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm d- you know, I'm done. <laughs> there are times when I ask, like, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing with our life? And then I realize it's this. It's this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! My cheeks hurt. It continues. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the chocobo from Colorado, who's homeless and prostitute for money, and Santa, who sells hot chocolate to make ends meet. A choco. Coco hobo ho ho ho. <laughs> I feel like we're heading down some friggin' purgatorian thing here. <laughs> we're never gonna get out. All right, please finish. Uh, no, no I, I did. Yay! We have one more story to get through tonight. Uh. And this one's the worst one. And I'm. Are you sure about that? 100%. Excellent. 100% that this is worse than tapioca, actually. I am so ready. My eyes hurt. <sighs> this is Artemis's lover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see defeat on this one. Val, please read mm-hmm. page one. Artemis's lover by Oscar Elias. Al. Ias. Whatever. Artemis's alias? lover. No, it's not alias because there's two oh, Al. Yeah. So, Elias. <laughs> Artemis's lover, email oscaralfonso at hotmail.com. Also notes, hi, I'm Oscar. I'm 13 years old. Nope, and this drink is my, it already. <laughs> this is my little white companion, Artemis. Anyway, Artemis and I are much more than just a master and a pet. It's more like a human-cat relation. That's not a thing. <laughs> I don't see how it's more than, you know, master yeah. and pet. No, a master and pet, sorry. Because when I'm home alone, well, I, him, we will have sex, actually. We just masturbate each other. Why would you put have sex in quotes if it's just mutual masturbation? But it's amazing. It's like this cat can talk. Oh, a, uh, talking no, a talking cat? cat. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Sailor Moon fan fiction. No, I was thinking Garfield. No, it's Sabrina fan fiction. And it's not, it's not Oscar. 
Or it's not Artemis, it's Salem. Oh, oh God. Well, we'll find out. He comes every night to my bedroom door and starts meowing until I let him in. And when he does, he starts meowing a little softer and purrs, shall we say erotically. How does... No. And then saxophones start playing. Doom. Yes. Until I get with him on the bed and goes down my crotch trying to shred my underwear. Unbelievable, but true. That's why I called him Artemis. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Wait, why do they call him Artemis? What's the connection there? Maybe he is a simulator for doing starship stuff. Sorry, Intro. super highbrow joke. I'm telling you, it's it's got to be Sellerman. There's no way anything else. Mm-hmm. I have not read ahead. I promise you. Intro. Hi, I'm Oscar, and I'm Artemis Minako's ex-wife cat. I was uh, about to say ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> ex-wife cat. <laughs> the, the plot thickens. <laughs> We're here to tell you how we met, how we fell in love with each other, and well, how we lost. Get that, Steve. Sean, the, Sean, move your damn what? cursor! I'm guessing it's our, but it looked like it's lost our. Her. It's our. Our virginity. Oscar is an. I am. I am uh, it's, using it's... my French Canadianness because there are no H's. H's don't exist unless it's a CH. <laughs> Oscar is an hermaphrodite. I.e. Uh, I forgot what that stands for. In something. It is. That is. Yeah. Uh, a equal. A boy that has a dick and pussy. In parenthesis. With clit and everything. <laughs> in parenthesis. <laughs> At the same time. Exclamation, exclamation point. Imagine that. Megan. Megan Heap? That's the name of the studio that made Temple Run. <laughs> hey! Shut the fuck up, Artemis! Oops, sorry, Oscar. Well, never mind, Artemis. So, let's get on with the show. Actually, let's not. Jesus, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Artemis' lover. The day was unusually... Uh, Unusually fresh for being June 2, 97. Well, it's pretty much like... That's the way to to establish your setting. June slash 2 slash 97. That is how it's written. This is older than the uh, home improvement fic. Well, you know how old I was when this story was written? I was 13! I was seven. You wrote this! I, no, there are there's more than one 13-year-old on the planet at the same time. <laughs> I, no. Really? That doesn't sound real. <laughs> I was less than six months old. Wow. Oh, God, you're a baby. Yeah. I'm 20. Fuck off. you such baby. I am 27-ish. I'm, I'm 32. That's not true. Val, you're no, old. June slash 2 slash 97. Oscar was walking on the lonely street only with a Sprite bottle and a WWF magazine. You know it's old yeah. when it says WWF. No, it's the World Wildlife Federation magazine. Yeah, <laughs> Worldwide. No. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of animals wrestling each other to survive. Oh, I'd watch that. that. <laughs> yeah. It's 
It's tough. It's the World Wildlife Foundation, not Federation. You say Federation, it turns into fucking wrestling regardless. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what are you yeah. going to do, brother? All right, Drag so home. what Let's animal would Let's Macho Man Randy Savage be then? Uh, Tiger? No, he wouldn't nah. be a tiger. He no, John Cena would be a tiger. I, I'm deferring to Dave. Dave, what animal would Macho Man Randy Savage be if he were an animal? A bear. Uh, he would be like a water buffalo. <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah! No, think about it. Water buffaloes are huge, and Randy Savage was also huge. Mm. But water buffaloes are also very careful. And Randy <laughs> Savage, as a in-ring talent, liked to pre-plan all of his matches to make sure that they put... They got the best fucking uh, performance out of both himself and his opponents. Interesting. Now I'm bored. Also, John Cena would be a chameleon because we can't see him. Exactly. Toffs. We're racing on why he was so depressed. He had always... He had always... Spied on the Pseudo Scouts ever since Luna caught up with Yuzagi, but most of all when Artemis joined the group. So yes, it is a Sailor Scout. Uh, Sailor Moon, yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, god. The yeah. beer. I don't know how I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Artemis. He always tough. Why am I upset? Uh, no, obsesses with that cat. He then realized he had a crush on Artemis. Exclamation, exclamation. Even tough, he was a boy. Even tough, Artemis was a cat. <laughs> but not an ordinary cat, that is. He then squeezed the bottle so hard it blew up. Kaboom! So his shirt- <laughs> yes, the, the bottle of Sprite went kaboom. Yeah, it's just the uh, the, the explosion gift that Aqua Teen Hunger Force uses every time there's an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, soaking his shirt, his pants, and his tennis. His tennis? <laughs> yes! His, his tennis. tennis. Full on tennis court. No, no, no. It says his tennis, not court. So, so the concept. He owns tennis. the sport. Yes, yeah. he owns tennis. So his tennis was all wet. <laughs> he was upset to know that he was in love with a cat. He knew where Minako lived, her address, her phone number, and her P.O. box. What wouldn't P.O. Box be part of her address? Yeah. I don't know if the cat's popular enough. He said to himself, I'll do it, but I'll probably hate myself in the morning. <laughs> that That's okay. We'll hate you too right now. <laughs> it, it's the equivalent <laughs> of like it, it's it's when you're not drunk enough to go, guy, hold my beer. <laughs> he ran to his house, his bedroom, and started to write a letter to Artemis, sending it to Man- Minako's place. The next day, Minkao checked the mail and gas went to sign an envelope <laughs> that redid to Artemis from dot 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 dot. She then yelled, Artemis! Artemis still asleep, yawned and stretched the last bit of sleep from his bootyful, beautiful, yeah, little body. What is it, Minako? Yes, still asleep. Artemis, you have a letter! Said Minako, giving him the envelope. What? What? <laughs> How can someone know my name and my ability to talk? <laughs> <laughs> the author's pointing at the plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. He said, shredding open the envelope and said to Minako, Minako-chan, could you leave me alone for a moment? Shy! Reply Minako, stepping out of the bedroom. Artemis readed the letter that said... <laughs> read it? <laughs> yes, it says read it. Hey, Connor, guess what? Great. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Dear Artemis, 
You don't know who I am. Don't know what I am. Wait a minute, don't hold on. Anything Did, can you do a good Deckard Kane? Uh, I would help if I knew who that was. Deckard Kane is the old guy oh. from Diablo. So, dear Artemis, you don't know who I am. Don't know what I am. Don't know anything about me. But believe me. <laughs> believe me. Know. Yeah, believe. <laughs> oh, also, I am refing, but it is believe. <laughs> but believe me. Or believe, whatever. English sucks. I know everything there's to know about you. Wow, not creeper at all. Not stalker. Why? I, I know I the like consistency you. of your bowel movements in the morning. <laughs> I liked you since the moment I saw you. No one deserves you but me. Someday, sometime, at the right moment, we'll meet and I'll have you. Until then, see ya. You know what's great about this? It reminds me of that joke sketch that, uh, what's his face? George Takei did about the anti-homosexual basketball player who is like, you know, you may not like us, but we like you. Your strong arms. <laughs> that was uh, George Takei who did that. George Takei. And someday when you least expected, we will leap out of the bush and have sex with Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm thinking of. All right, Connor, please continue. Uh, David is uh, has has his finger on the pop culture pulse. Of course and, he does. Uh, even if the pulse isn't even, doing anything. Do you finger the pulse? Uh, Should I continue in that voice for the narration? Oh, it's up to you, man. I, I got right. off. Okay, good. Artemis gulped hard and shivered, thinking that it would kill him. Minako entered the bedroom and said, Artemis, is everything all right? Artemis looked whiter than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right off of Back to the Frollo, that's funnier than it has any right to be. Oh. <laughs> uh, Yes, quite fine. And left the room with a sigh. Minako looked for the letter, but he had thrown it to the window. <laughs> Just to the window. <laughs> Thanks, window. <laughs> I hope he's all right, Minako said, stepping into the shower. <laughs> what? Where did the shower come from? Artemis knew that he'd better be on the lookout if somebody tried to kidnap him. He had the same... S- <laughs> Come on, you can do this. Same sequence in his mind every second it passed, asking him things like equals. Who's that person? Is he good or evil? What he'll do to me? <laughs> Around 9 p.m. sharp. Sharp is added just for effect. Artemis showed up at Monaco's house. He was at... Uh, it curved up into a fuzzy ball and went to sleep. The next he day, Artem- <laughs> the he next day, curl is curved. Didn't I say curved? Yes, but oh, okay, good. Yes, understood. Of curl. He- the author yes. wrote her. Correct, I understand. So it was driving. Yes. They see me roll. <laughs> the next day, Artemis woke up to the sound of chirping birds. No. Damn. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> what, what? Tripping. Oh, tripping. Tripping. <laughs> Those <laughs> birds tripping, be tripping. Whichever. Those birds be tripping. <laughs> Damn birds, he said, waking up. He got up before Minako did, so he went for a walk. Unfortunately, unfortunate telly. Yep. <clears throat> Luna caught him. Hello, Artemis. Why are you so concerned? Artemis replied, well, Luna, last time I received... La- oh, fuck. 
<laughs> well, Luna, last day I received a letter from a secret person. Luna gasped. What? That's impossible. <laughs> no one except our sailor scouts knows our, knows our <laughs> names and fucking shit. <laughs> I keep adding extra words and like some an ability to talk. Artemis still upset responded, "I know. It told me that it liked me since it saw me and that someday I'll meet it." Luna sighed. "Well, let's hope that's not the negaverse." <laughs> Artemis looked at Luna and said, "Can't you think anything that's not the negaverse?" He <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This word, F R O G N E D, frogged. I'm going to frog Ned. Frog Ned. Ned Flanders, if he was a frog. A hadley diddly, Homer. This is killing me. Oh my god. He frogged and left her. Luna said to herself, poor Artemis, it's not his fault, and just continued her path. (laughs) Artemis was too perturbated to notice the six cats that were hacing him. (laughs) Damn. I hate being such a sexy cat. Then a loud meow filled the air. Artemis... Meow! This is becoming warriors. And saw the other cats him. Get the fuck off my back, you bastards. I'm in a really bad mood today. He said as he prepared his claws and teeth to fight. He knew that he lost, but he couldn't just let those cats kick his butt without a fight. The fight was rough. Those cats began ripping him off, cutting him in the stomach, his arm, his leg, his back and his ear. Ouch. Oscar was that fight returning from baseball from a baseball game with his bat on the shoulder because his tennis was too wet (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Artemis was bad fucking Jesus Artemis was already badly wounded and bleeding to death Oscar passed by the alley where Artemis was Oscar gasped as he instantly recognized Artemis Took, he took his bat and ran to help him. He hit his... <laughs> sim. I guess that would still be simultaneously. It just... You and me and her and her. Simultaneous. Yes. With yes. it. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Somebody was playing NBA Jam. <laughs> Blood Blood or watching from Dumb the- and Dumber cranium of the other cats he actually broke the head of the one that wounded Artemis the cats laid around dead as Oscar grabbed (laughs) Artemis and huged him tightly while covering him with his shirt (laughs) Artemis saw Artemis saw Oscar and he weakly said who are you then everything went black Oscar with tears in his eyes said to Artemis don't worry my dear Artemis you'll be all right magical healing way coming up ah Artemis woke up to the sound of a door closing. Oscar saw this and said, crying, Artemis, thank God you're alive. Artemis taught, how does he know my name? (laughs) Artemis just meowed. Oscar hearing this said, oh, Artemis, you don't have to pretend with me. It's all right. You can talk. This (laughs) reminds me of that Sonic Boom episode where Sonic gets uh, stuck with his number one fan. Oh God! You mean what? What was that? Uh, misery? Yeah, it was yeah. totally a misery ripoff. 
It's like, Which, uh, by the way, a uh, great reference that all the kids will get. I just love that he's like, you're going to eat pie off a collector's plate, but they're not food safe. They're not food safe. <laughs> all right. Next up is David being refereed by me. Oh, man. Let's talk about not being food safe. <laughs> God. Oh. We're on page, what, two, right? Three. Well, three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? So sour from the fight. Oscar took a deep breath, deep breath. Call back to an earlier joke and said, Ultimus, I'm that guy who sends you that. David, read this entire page as Jeremy Clarkson. Who are you? Ultimus ass still sour from the fight. Oscar took a deep breath and said, Artemis, I'm that guy who sent you that letter. <laughs> Artemis gasped. What? <laughs> so you're the one. Oscar looked a little scared and said, Sorry, Artemis. I didn't mean to scare you, but how could I said my feelings to you in a person? Artemis coughed. Hmm. You might have a point there. Oscar looked him straight in the eyes and said, Artemis, I, I love you. Ever since I saw you, I knew it was our destiny to be together. <laughs> Artemis got a little embarrassed and said, I somehow feel the same for you, Oscar, but doesn't matter. You're human and I'm a cat. Question mark full stop. Oscar blushed and said, well, Artemis, I have a little secret for you, you know. Artemis, this is really hard, Steve. Can I stop doing this? Yes, Jeremy you can Clarkson, stop. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Artemis looked at him with an evilly smile. Hmm, what secret? Oscar took a deep breath and said, Artemis, I'm a hermaphrodite. Artemis <laughs> the no dead air after the I'm hermaphrodite. <laughs> Just like, okay. <laughs> no kidding. Oscar said no. As he started to undress, Artemis was paralyzed as he looked Oscar's dick below that. His <laughs> Artemis had a goofy smile on his face. Oscar gasped, uh, oh, you perverts. I said you could stop. And slapped him silly. Me, ouch. That's a pun. Oops, sorry, Artemis. How could I stay mad at you? He then said, now look, Artemis, your wounds will get infected if I don't clean them, okay? How about taking him to a fucking hospital? (laughs) Artemis happily said, okay. So Oscar turned the shower on, which has somehow magically shown itself into this universe. (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's a movable shower it goes through everyone uh, who needs a shower all right give me one second i need to down the rest of my drink because fuck this. <laughs> i've been drinking uh tennessee honey tonight which is uh fantastic by the way if you've never had any it's a uh, number Jack two to maple whiskey well steve much like the bazone i have to go to canada to get the good stuff <laughs> <laughs> or just drink straight bourbon on the rocks Oh, God. That would be a fool's errand, Richard Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just buy a Porsche, too. Hmm. Fine, whatever. So now, some say that he's a hermaphrodite, while others say that he just has two sets of genitalia. All I know is he's called the Stig. You know, why didn't they ever use that one? I sent that in, and they just did not accept it. Fuckers. <laughs> I will say the American's probably the worst part of Grand Tour. Yeah, he's, he's not just not fun. funny. It's like goddamn this communism fucking fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm American. Like, raw, raw oil, raw power, electricity sucks. All Fuck jokes. all alienations. Yeah, all of out of all the jokes he makes, there's probably 
two that are yeah. actually decent. But when it, I was a young man, and I'm going to drunkenly tell you a story real quick, kids. Ooh, story time with David. When I was a young man of like fifth grade stature, <laughs> um, so already so se- seven feet tall. Yes, already. Val, get out tall. of my head. No, so, you get out of my head. So I, I had taken a shine to drawing comics, and I had come up with a character who was the big bad of this comic universe I had cooked up in my brain. His name, and it was the best pun a fifth grader could have ever come up with, was Alienation. Guess what he was? That's right. If you guessed an alien, oh, you'd be correct. I guessed he was tapioca. He was loosely based on the way Andalites were in the uh, fucking Animorphs. Like, he had stalk eyes and fucking jagged teeth. But he wasn't a horse, because fuck that. (laughs) Um, David, you get a C on the recovery. (laughs) Look, man. Just be happy I fucking edit the show. I've been drinking Tennessee honey for quite some time, so I apologize. (laughs) Uh, back to the story at hand. And so Oscar turned the shower on. Artemis went inside with Oscar and cleaned his sofa. Artemis has enjoyed Oscar's tact. Oh, shit. I should probably get closer to my screen. I fucking see. <coughs> oh, God. Rubbing his fur with a disinfectant soap while purring softly, going. Add that to your ASMR channel, please. Thank you. He didn't like baths very much, but this was his lover. So how could he resist the bath with his true love? Did, did they no. establish? No! No, Solix! No! What, what they happened? didn't. Solix! No! Uh, some cat is about to get fucked by her hermaphrodite. No, 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 no. Solix just posted that apparently the, the tapioca story complete. No. No, we're not. We're not doing we're not, it. Nope. Overridden. Solix, Solix y- you don't speak to that person anymore. Continue not speaking to them. No. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'll, I'll tell them this happened, but I don't think that That's they'll so ever write another one. Is that Gundam porn in chat? But yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Good on you, kids. Good on you. Oh, man. I'm suddenly rethinking my life. (laughs) (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Then they laid in bed all stretched out with Artemis' wounds now closed. Artemis broke the silence by saying, So, Oscar replied, So what? Artemis said evilly, Are you still a virgin? By the way, that's my best Artemis impression, so if it's not good, uh, fuck you. No, I'm doing an impression of the Sailor Moon animal. Uh... All right, Dave, we have one page to do after this, so let's just continue. I don't fucking know. Okay, I'm trying to go fast, man, but I drank. Hold on one second. I have to take some pain meds. (laughs) (laughs) I just drank a whole lot of alcohol. Here, let me take these sedatives. (laughs) It's not a sedative. It's a pain med. It's fucking Tylenol, bro. Uh, Artemis broke. Are you still a virgin? Yes. Uh, Oscar responded with a little embarrassed. Well, yes. In fact, I have. I've been. Oh, I have been saved myself. Wow, I have been saved. My that he really wrote that. Yeah, that was the thing. Get, he breathed go. into. His, I have been saved myself for you, my love. Oscar said as he hugged Artemis and kissed his lips. Artemis eventually opened his mouth, letting Oscar's tongue to play with his. That's no. Oscar then went south, caressing all of Artemis's parts. And all the uh, vagary that comes with. So even the, the chassis and the crankshaft? <laughs> yeah, bro, the transmission? Oh my god, so hot. Uh, he didn't care uh, for his fur and reached... Wait, he didn't reach... He didn't care for his fur, full stop. 
Yes. And reached his little dick, caressing it with his fingers and looking at his everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, the timing shit. belt. That's what it said. As it said it was his a fingers clit. Licking it as if it was a clit. I got it now. I got it. Artemis moaned silently with his eyes closed as Oscar continued. Oscar looked at the expression on Artemis's face and said, Artemis, you feel good, don't you? Da 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 da. Artemis was grabbing the bed with his nails. It was too much pleasure for him. Ah! Please, don't stop. Ah! <laughs> Oscar's finger replaced his tongue, and it was looking its way up to his stomach, his chest, his chin, and again his mouth. They locked tongues again as tongues, not tongues. Stick. It's tongues. Tongue. Ah! That's it, David. Oh. It's not tongues. Artemis There's said, an extra U in there. South. But this time, David. Like if it were a nipple. Oh it my a... God! Fucking headset turned off. No wonder I can't hear anybody. <laughs> <laughs> David, it's not tongues. It's tongues. <laughs> where, where, where is it? Every instance of tongues is tongues because there's a U. It's tongues. Uh, he's British, bro. <laughs> no! <laughs> Read a Sailor Moon fan fiction where a dude fucks a cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so that's what? Three drinks for tongue? Yes. Well, can, yes. I'll pour Three some and then I'll fucking tongues. drink at the end of it, alright? Don't die. I don't die, Tonner. Tonner. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Goner, if that is your real fucking name. It's okay, Kavid. <laughs> How dare you talk about my fursona name? Well, so wait, is Val Sal well, then? Right, first off, that's not Shit. my fursona name. God damn it. If you want my fursona name, I'll just post it. Val, I'm not calling you Sal. That sounds too salesman-like. Sal? Like, fucking, are you gonna better call Sal? Wait, no, that's a different... That's Sal. <laughs> better call Sal... I like how I have a screenshots folder, but it's full of pictures of Clancy Brown. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going through my computer at the moment. And that just thought crossed my brain. I apologize. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You go. <laughs> I put my hands upon your hip. I put my hand back and forth. No. And when I dip, you dip, we dip. Whoa, Steve, bro. Too real. Uh, fucking, where were we? Shit. Uh, that's, ah, uh, that's, oh, that's it, oh. Oh, is it, if it was a nipple, ah, please don't, oh, uh, do that, ah. Uh, <laughs> Artemis said, feeling a little embarrassed. Oscar, uh, well, embarrassed, period, Oscar, there's no space in between there. Just There's no period. space in between any of the periods. Oh, I hadn't noticed Period. that. Thank you for bringing that to my uh, attention. Oscar, still stroking his dick, said, Why not, dude? Don't you feel good? Artemis said, Yes, ah, uh, but it's embarrassing. Uh. Oscar kept sucking Artemis' dick as Artemis moaned louder. Suddenly, Artemis climaxed, letting <laughs> out a part of his load in Oscar's mouth. Wait, wh- how Wait, did... There's a space there. There's a space there. So there's but a how, did, how did the load... Obviously, he started the load an hour before, and the dryer just finished. Yeah, bro. Don't you know? Don't you dryer? (laughs) Dryer? I hardly knew her. Steve, that's a dumb joke, and you should know that. I usually wet her. 
Hold on, I had to wait for my headset <laughs> to come back. My it. microphone <laughs> fell over. Thanks, Steve, for the thank you, Steve, for the pity clap. I appreciate oh, it. Oh God, this tapioca and fucking cat dick, and oh, this is the worst. <laughs> God, this Otherwise known so as a typical Wednesday night. <laughs> There's the episode titled "Cat Tapioca and Cat Dick." <laughs> Artemis ah. saw Oscar's face and noticed the cum. Oh, sorry, Oscar. I just lost control. I don't know why he's crowing now. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> looked, looked him. Oscar looked him with a smile. It's okay, Artemis. It's good to release it. He giggled, then plunged his finger in Artemis's asshole. Little hole. Little hole. Shit. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Because it's about to fucking Artemis said his body was convulsioned by motion of Oscar's finger. Artemis had tears in his eyes. He was enjoying it, but it was painful. Oscar pulled his finger out of Artemis's little hole, and then Artemis said, It's my turn now! Artemis began licking Oscar's big dick with his gravelly, sandpapery tongue because he's a cat. <laughs> giving him a blowjob. Oscar thought, Wow, I've never seen a blowjob this fast. And said... <laughs> <laughs> it's been and, he, and said, "Yeah, that you just and said, That's yeah, it. and and then yeah. bare naked ladies start playing. Ah, oh yes, you make it good. It's it's my turn. It is my turn to read. Yeah, it's sorry, I just no. I, I understand. I understand you're excited, sir. Calm down. I'm very excited. I don't I think excited is the word I would use. Ah, uh, oh yes." In chat, there's a picture of my persona. His name's Daniel. Enjoy it. It's great. Wait, it's not Danmark? <laughs> no, it's not Danmark. But you know what? Just because you asked, I'll have a kid in the story and it'll be Danmark. You make it good. Artemis smiled Denmark. as he continued. Oh, right. Uh, who's refing me? Da, 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 da. Danmark is refing you. David is refing Wait, me. No, Steve, before you go, I have to drink the rest of my alcohol. What do you mean before I go? You're refing me. Yeah, I know, and I'm drinking my alcohol okay, before fine. you go, so go shut on. up. Jesus. Shh. Also, kudos on the fucking old school Gundam. That's some great sailor you got going there. Ah. As he you know continued, what? he then went his down. He was a rude boy <laughs> actually finishing it. Licking his way to Oscar's inner thighs, dot, dot. You know what? Oh, wait, there's just one dot and just a dirty I, screen. I, just put it in that everybody needs to get the record, the fir- Bush's first record. I feel like if they listen to Bush's first record while listening to this, it would just improve the experience. I'll just put on Golden State instead. I know. I can't hear you over how fuzzy my vision is. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar began breathing quicker with a capital Q because apparently is a Mega Man boss. As Artemis's <laughs> tounge got closer to his pink, swollen slit, now damped and wet from his love juices, Artemis then smiled as he reached his pussy, licking his clit in little circles. His tounge and chin were being soaked by Oscar's love juices. Oscar started to spasm. And his he had a heart attack. <laughs> yep, he was having one of the, was it an, a- an aortic dissection? Is that what it's yeah. called? 
Yeah. And his back arched up, making his firm ass up bed. Wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> making his firm ass up bed doesn't Is that make like sense the second man hand car hook door <laughs> yep has anyone really been far even as decided to go one yeah, it, this is beyond left hand right and this is I'm hitting the keyboard with my face that's what he's doing with his head. <laughs> hear the rains Artemis, Africa. with his paws, <laughs> opened Oscar's <laughs> pussy lips, and now Artemis's townge darted in and out of Oscar's love hole. Hmm. Artemis wanted to plunge into him here and there, but alas, he was too small. Even Toph, he had... Tough. It. Yes, Toph. No, not Toph. Tough. 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 Wait, Toph from like Tough. Avatar The Last Airbender? I've never seen it. Uh, it's really good, Steve. We're it gonna is. Watch this hey, movie. Steve, guess what we should watch oh, together? Skip the movie. Incredible. Oh, I've already oh, no. seen the movie. What are you talking about? Why would you skip the movie? It's got dick hair. <laughs> that was never <laughs> He had a big member for a cat. <laughs> but it was also barbed. Yes, but yep. just like Oscar, could read his Tufts? It's thoughts yeah. without the H, so toffs of cats said, don't. Ah! Worry, Artemis. Ah! Fuck me. Ah! <laughs> it's a cat with Tourette's. <laughs> Please. He begged. Artemis gladly accepted and trusted his little dick inside him, waving it across Oscars and her walls. Hello! <laughs> oh, I wave my dick back and forth. I wave my dick back and forth. Do that yeah, I do that every dick. day. It's good times. Do the helicopter dick. If you want to impress a chick, do the helicopter dick. <laughs> Oscar began to sweat like hell. A uh, And Artemis, a little frustrated about his size, plunged his paws into him. Oscar, feeling this, yelled, Ah! Yes! Um! <laughs> um. Whoa, run that by me again, Steve. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah! Yes! Um! I just wanted to make sure that was what you said, because God damn it, I am rock fucking hard right now. <laughs> Gasping for Never air. Never before have I wanted you so badly, but I can't have you. You're like the forbidden fruit of Jew. As an... Oh, God damn it. Fuck this word. It's not immense. It's immense. <laughs> immense. Ple- wave of pleasure ripped him. Rip. <laughs> Poor choice of words. <laughs> the cat has now been severed in two. Artemis slowly no, no, moved. No. It's not the cat that's being severed. It's Oscar. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Mm, horror movie. Tapioca, tapioca, tapioca. <laughs> Art- tapioca. <laughs> ah, tapioca. <laughs> Wait, yeah, these you just it fucking it return to innocence with tapioca? Yes. Artemis slowly Why? moved his paws in and <laughs> out from Oscar's slick love hole, bringing out more this, no, more pre-cum. Fucking eyeballs. More pre-cum. As, as Oscar oh. got more excited, suddenly Oscar began stroking his own cock. Artemis saw this and took his paws out from Oscar's love hole. Artemis then grabbed stroke 
Oscar's <laughs> dick with his slippery paws pumping Oscar's dick and putting it into his mouth. Meow. Oscar started fingering himself. Even though the cat's already fucking him. Cat, his pussy easily accepted his first two fingers and eventually trusted another three. So full fisting, Oscar pulled out a puddle of cum, splooch, and said to Artemis, Here, Artemis. Artemis licked the cum out of Oscar's fingers. Oh. That is so casual. Retained I knew. it. Yeah. So I knew someone would post a cat is fine, too. I knew that would happen. Oh, jeez. Damn you, lack of sense. Retained it in his mouth and went to Oscar's face. Again, they locked towns. Townges. Artemis let out the cum from his mouth and into Oscar's mouth. Ooh, snowballing. They enjoyed the sweet flavor of their cum in the kiss. Wow. It's not sweet. Cum it's is not sweet. Quite salty. It's also there. It's well, also it is sweet cum. if you eat a pre- for, for a pretentious amount of pineapples. You know, that's the eye. That's hey, the Val, how much for. pineapple do I eat in a day? A shit done. And still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a courteous <laughs> lover. Roasted. Artemis Steve, then. Steve, re- why don't you just get snowballed, man? Please. If you ever refer me as a reference for a job, please let me say that is the first thing to recommend about you that you give very good snowballs. <laughs> I mean, I did work for blue microphones. <laughs> Artemis then returned to Oscar's crotch. Sucking on Oscar's dick, Oscar continued fingering himself as well as Artemis pumped his dick over Oscar's tight pussy. Artemis then straightened up his tail and entered the driping love hole with it, pumping it slowly, making Oscar spasm even more in one final... God damn it. Trust! Yep. Fuck that word. Artemis <laughs> pumped all o- all of his load over Oscar's tight pussy. The feeling of him spraying all over his pussy made Oscar go over the edge. He reached his... Fissert! Orgasm. He grabbed his bed separately. He grabbed the bed separately As he lost... Desperately. Desperately, God, fuck this word! <laughs> As he lost, See, he, he, is, now the author at this point is. This is literally like a train wreck. Fingers. We are all gawking. Yeah, he's, fear, he's like at one finger, Connor. Let's be <laughs> honest. As his dick <laughs> let out a high. He's up, tapping with his tongue, guys. No, it's Townge. <laughs> As his dick let out a high amount of sperm, making <laughs> Artemis feel what Oscar felt. F-E-E-L-T. Field. <laughs> his cunt letting a great amount of cum, soaking the bed sheets in his lover's tail, and his cunt seizing his fingers and Artemis pumping tail. He shoved even more deeply his fingers, making a second orgasm hit him. Artemis teased his clit as the last wave of pleasure runned by Oscar's <laughs> sa- sap med body. He took it. that underlined? <laughs> <laughs> he took out his fingers, enjoying the taste of his first cum. Artemis as well. I thought well. he already did that. Licked his paws. Artemis laid on him flat on his stomach, tail out of his pussy, and said, Oh! Oscar, <laughs> um, I've never felt so satisfied. Satisfied. 
Yep. Oscar said exhausted, thank you, my love. They laid in bed for about 18 minutes. <laughs> That's only <laughs> Eight, like 18 men. 18 yeah. men and doze off to sleep. The next day, Oscar woke up and didn't saw Artemis anywhere. He grew concerned. Artemis? He shouted to see if he was around. He looked everywhere, but only found a note that said, Dear Oscar equals, I went over to Monaco's house to talk about what just happened between you and me. I'll be all right. I'll return for about 10 a.m. Love you, Artemis. It was- I have to gossip so much about it. As an aside, I'd like to know the chat's opinion. Who was the hottest sailor scout to you? I was super into Venus, but now I'm into Mercury. I never saw it. I liked Sporty Spice. Sporty (laughs) Spice is not a Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) It was 9.35 a.m. when Artemis returned. Oscar asked him, Sue, how did everything went? Artemis was, what? The correct answer is Jupiter. Okay, the correct answer is I don't care. Steve, why you gotta be like that, man? Because I never watched Sailor Moon. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you against America? (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. Artemis responded, well, it was hard to Minako. <laughs> and then uh, and and the others though admit that I was in love with a hermaphrodite but they at wow. the end understood even Luna Artemis sighed Oscar said well I'll protect you in every battle you go with the sailor scouts <laughs> Artemis looked happy to hear that thanks Oscar you're indeed a great person and boyfriend <laughs> Oscar replied right <laughs> and they went to the kitchen to eat the end for now. And with that, we draw to a close. Thank you very much to David, Sean, not Logan, but Logan's testicle, who said surprisingly little this episode, Valerie, and our guests, Solix and Cyril the Wolf. Hey, man, our guests did a great job for Logan's ball. <laughs> <laughs> you are well, very you know... I had just gotten back my soul before well, it's, you know coming what? back on this show. We uh, we can put it on layaway. I'm fine with that. Just a couple of payments. Yeah, two ninety nine ninety nine four equal payments plus shipping and handling. Wait, you'll, shipping have and him, you'll have to give him your soul. No, not my soul. I've got his. It's a yeah, no, you don't have to get. You don't have to give give up your soul. You, have to, you just can give them someone else's. Uh, wait I mean. a minute. Do you think Cyril the Wolf would want Logan's soul, which is encased in his remaining testicle? I'll take it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show. Submit fanfictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fanfiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Deforestation by Thunder Thoen, and Castlemania 2010 by Ben Briggs. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.